And welcome to another episode of <laughs> Son of a Bitch. <laughs> the fuck around and find that podcast. Today is a special episode. Damn, yours was so much crisper and cleaner sound. Mm-hmm. My blue, my blue moon didn't fucking like it didn't Trim really do, like, fuzzy thing. It just kind of like opened. It would like plop. I had like premature opening itis or some shit. Did you anyway, guys hear that? That was my bottle yeah, of water true. open. Oh, oh, water. Sexy. <laughs> Sexy. Well, I mean, it is a preparedness episode, so uh, we are going to go ahead and uh, you know we got we got the Atlantic hurricane season going on right now. Florida is fixing to take it like a uh, girl at a um, gangbang party, so um, and uh, they're going to enjoy it. So uh, this 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 little hurricane that's going on right now is not really uh, messing around. They're looking at like twenty foot storm surges. Um, oh yes, yeah. We're so talking like roof of your fucking house, and I'm trying to think if there's a single place in Florida that's like above 20 feet of like the ocean. Is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Most of it, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe maybe on like, a golf course when they when they have a nice little fucking yeah. green setup, but other than that, already already the ocean has receded back from these places nine to ten feet. So uh, it, it it's gonna really really get them good. Um, and uh, so we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, not only saving your cultures and um, like a shit at the fan kind of like survival situation for a natural disaster preparedness, but also like, you know, taking care of yourself and your family without, I mean, sure, I guess you could go full roof Korean, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not a hundred percent necessary. <laughs> My star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roof Korean is uh, after the fact. It's after the fact. During the fact, we've got a couple of things we can cover to, to, to make sure that goes a little easier for you. And to avoid so let's that. go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with that. Uh, one thing that I have is a piece of equipment that um, is, you know, those thermal electric coolers, the ones that, like, you know, you plug in, you charge them up, and you can take them, like, on, like, a, a trip, and they're, they don't need ice. They're just, they're, they're coolers, right? They run out of battery yeah. backup. Never seen those use the thermoelectric coolers. Yeah, they used to be really expensive. They're basically little portable battery powered refrigerators. Now they're not expensive. Like you could find them all the time for like a hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks for a pretty good sized thermoelectric cooler that has like you know a a ninety six to one hundred and twenty hour battery in it. So you could charge that little bastard up, take it out, and you could dial the temperature. A lot of the good ones, you can dial the temperature all the way down to about 40 degrees. So between 40 degrees and, like, 60 degrees. So, uh, which is perfectly great for, like, storing your cultures. So you can always have your cultures in there. When it's plugged in, it's going to run off of power, right? It just acts like a little refrigerator. But when you need to, like, run or do something, you have, you know, potentially four days, some maybe five days worth of power. But the 12-volt system, which means it could run off of your car, you know, have, they usually have like an adapter, cigarette lighter adapter. You can run them off of a car battery because they take DC ampage. You can just. But I would probably recommend to use that car to leave before it fucking gets there. That'd be my. Yeah. Opinion. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the fucking room. If you <sighs> die from a goddamn hurricane, it's your fucking fault. 
These things move <laughs> at a brisk walk. Okay, so like a brisk walking speed, and we can see that them guy coming. Could roll down the street and get away from the it's, yeah, so you're, what you're saying is it's level one, level one zombies. They, they're walking. <laughs> not, not even level eight, one eight zombies. It, it's the like Night of the Living Dead. Or, yeah, like the 1960s Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Where they were like walking at like two miles an hour. <laughs> oh, right, where no. Gonna, where people just like dodged around them to run away from the parking lot, right? Like, so like, like uh, real slow. Yeah, not 28 right? days later when they're fucking no, climbing their roof in a fuck single that shit. 28 days later is like a, like a tornado, okay? Mm. 28 days like later, I'd put that as like a, like a, like a tornado popping up in your backyard. Yeah, but like point. a fucking hurricane who's, who you've known is coming for seven to <laughs> ten days. Yeah, yeah two <laughs> weeks in advance. <laughs> At yeah. four to five fucking miles an hour. And everybody says, you're going to die, honky. And you're like, whatever, yellow. <laughs> well, well let's be honest. Offer. I mean, they're not they're not staying because, you know, they don't, they don't know the storm's coming. We all know that's not what it is. They're, they're staying because no one in this fucking world is trustworthy. And they know if they leave, that the looting's going to begin. Yeah. So, I mean, that's or why everybody is. Some people can't leave. Part of the fucking looting. Or they want to be part of the looting. And that's where the rooftop Koreans come in. Party right? time. Yeah. So it's time to be put. We already took a fucking deviant hard right turn from this from where this podcast was originally gonna go. And we've already had the rooftop Koreans. You're welcome. Loot your you told spot. me not to mention it. And it was like your first word out of your mouth. Roof Koreans are best Koreans. So uh yeah, you're gonna go strap a bed down out of your forehead. And just, just you climb up on that roof and make sure that those damn people don't steal your shit. That's rooftop Fucking rioters. Rioters. So, uh, hey, so those, how else little, are you gonna describe it? <laughs> those little, those little uh, thermoelectric coolers. Anyway, is a good way. You, I mean, even if you're gonna like, if you have, if you have insulin, if you're on any sort of meds need refrigeration, anything like that, they work really well. You could run them off a car battery. You can run them off of like a LifePo battery, the lithium iron phosphate batteries. They've came down a lot in price. You can get the single cell of those that's like a 300 amp hour, which is like uh, the 380 amp hour ones are about, what is it, 3.2 kilowatts, kilowatt hours like uh, of output. So kilowatt? that's going to run. What? Gigawatts? Kilowatts. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're nowhere near gigawatts. Giga, giga. So uh, that those uh, <laughs> it's going to and it, it'll run that little thermoelectric. It'll run that little thermoelectric cooler for several weeks. So uh, if you need, what? No, healthier, you, but, yeah, but you but you couldn't fit that much food in that small of a cooler. I mean, what are you gonna? I mean, all right. You don't you don't need to worry. You know, you know we should to... start. We should start this off at getting ready to do it. Other than like the cooler stuff. I mean, like. Well, and I guess a cooler is important. But. Yeah, yeah, like if you have if you have insulin or some shit like that, refrigerated medication. If you want to keep your cultures alive, if you've got other things that like you know, like titty milk that you've saved for your baby, you know, you don't have the freeze dried shit or something like that. You know, uh, you need to you need to go ahead and keep that cool. So like you know, like if you're a professional like like semen extractor and you have a whole uh. fucking shitload. You need to keep that kind of refrigerated. No, it would you just be say a, a semen exact? 
Did you say semen? Is that what you just said? Yeah, like yes, really? ejaculation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's um, usually kept in cryogenic cooling, though. What's up, Trevi? Trevi. I'm here. You made it. The Birdman. Hey. It's a Peltier cooler, by the way. The thermometer. Yeah. Well, they, there's a whole bunch of them now, and they're they've come down a lot in price. So I was just saying, I have like I really 40 of them in my basement. Cool. I found a, big, a good deal on eBay a while back, and I just like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. Jesus, fuck. How do we not them? know you have all these cool little coolers if, in your If basement? we would have known oh, no, doing I, a I have the, Can I buy I, one? I, I just have yeah, the Yeah, hold on a second. I, I have the I'm, modules. I don't have the actual coolers. How come, come you... God damn it. We could have had some <laughs> cool giveaway or some shit this whole time. I was gonna say, oh, I've just we... got 40 of these really badass coolers. Yeah, and then we have, we have different... We have different kinds of disasters, too. We should have fucking played this episode out because... We have disasters like you have. Oh no, a little bit of water. La, la, la. And then you have what we have up here in the Arctic where our power goes out and we can freeze. The fucking penguins attack? The penguins. The penguins become penguins. But without the penguins, we don't have protection against the bears. God, the flipper. You can't have one without the other. Shit. The razor sharp talons. They come at me with their cute faces. I just can't help let them in. And then they attack. <laughs> All right. So we God damn it. So the <laughs> basics are you need to keep most Get of the going. most of the disasters that you're gonna face are not gonna be like three week or four week long adventures, right? They're gonna be, you know, the power outage for a week at most. So water storage, food storage, make sure the medicine's okay. When it comes to like your mycology stuff, you can always start over. If not, you can you, you can put it in a thermoelectric cooler along with your medicine. But um, and do the the how are you storing the stuff for the distilled water? Right, the distilled water, and then pop Castanelli it in the fridge. Tech. Right? Room temperature? Castanelli nope. Yeah, room temperature. Distilled water. Oh, it's room fucking, temperature. Yeah, it just stays outside in your fucking your living room or fucking anywhere. Yeah, you well, you don't have to worry it. about shit. Just tra- transfer everything to Castanelli Tech. You don't even need a fucking refrigerator. Fuck refrigerators. Wouldn't it be the Except same if you, you just kept Prince? Well, no, yeah. because Prince is starting Prince, over. What if Prince get wet? Have... Oh, yeah. Fucker, yeah. fucker, fucker. Oops, sorry. That's what I would do. If I, I disappear, <laughs> it's okay. Did you just spill an entire cup of coffee on top of my computer? Yes. Well, it was a nice computer while it lasted. Get that, oh, get that video card out of there, quick! Right? <laughs> get the fucking... Oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, maybe it's water-resistant. Maybe. Not yet. Yeah. Just, just tip it upside down. Where's the rice? I, I, yeah, I got the rice. I got, I got, I got the Koreans, they know what to do! Throw some rice in there. <laughs> <laughs> the Koreans... <laughs> Get a get a whole bunch of desk packets and just fucking toss that shit in there. It'll be fine. Silica, right? silica and rice. I hear that if you pop it in the microwave, it helps a lot. <laughs> the blue the blue sparks are colorful too. It's it's lovely. It helps charge it. <laughs> oh guys, you remember you remember back in the day when people were talking about how they could charge like was it the smartwatch faster by putting it in the microwave? Oh my god. And like I mean, come on, this was like five or six years ago, right? Or longer, maybe ten. And it just 
it was amazing the videos that came off of that. People were I like, wonder well, how many people actually purchase. burned their shit up. A lot. You think they're dumb enough? A lot. It was all over the internet. Like, like you know, Samsung and Apple were like, don't do this. We were not going to warranty that shit if you microwave it. And people were like, no, it works great. <laughs> it was it. the same. Apple, I'm sure yeah. Apple didn't did, did advertise that don't do it as much as TikTok advertised the fucking microwave shit on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, that's the way people in general as a population operate. You know, you put the big fucking red button that says do not push. You can have 50 green buttons. It's just fine. They're going to push the fucking red one. Every that's, year that's I make a post. Every year I have a post that I put up about changing out your winter air for your, your summer air for your winter air and your tires, about how to test your batteries to make sure they're going to last throughout the winter by taking them out and setting sure them on the concrete over there. By, uh, yeah, by, uh, by easy ways to clear your eye, the wind, ice from your windows with uh, hot water. I did that to my mother. I would be an asshole. I, she said, there's so much ice. I go, just pour some hot water. It'll actually slide right oh. off. Just fuck with her. Brand new car. Not even two weeks old. I oh, shit. Might have Bye-bye, windshield. Broke. Yeah. That <laughs> you can't do that? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's like taking, like, a scraper. Like, oh, no, I don't have anything to scrape it off, so I'm going to use, you know, a putty knife. Paint scrapers scrape were great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what works the best? Especially on your side windows. <laughs> you know what works the absolute best? An okay. old blanket that Doesn't you sew vinegar. magnets around the edges of it and just stick it to your windshield before when you get home. Of course, you're helpful. Yeah. Well, see, that one, that one would really that would really work, but that that's not what I'm doing here. I'm trying to cause. <laughs> <laughs> we started this episode off trying to be helpful, so okay. we're trying to cause so... anarchy now. Oh, and then, yes. and then <laughs> when you park our it, our natural proclivity for anarchy came through, and uh, now it just went to shit already. And, and when you park I mean, your you car, and you know there's cleaner? a snow and ice storm coming. Flip your windshield wipers out vertical, and they won't stick to the windshield. Yeah. See, but that's an yeah. us problem, not a them oh. problem. <laughs> oh, okay. We we know we know to do this. They if they put a blanket on their fucking windshield. Someone's going to think that there's fucking a dog in there. Some freaking homeless sleeping. person will right. will curl up in it on your windshield. That's what will happen. going to occupy it. They're squatting in my truck. Get on it. <laughs> Billy Bob and the yeah. boys are fucking in my van. What am I going to do? Hey, Fear, they got block heaters down your way? Uh, I grew up with them. I had an old Ford F100. Like old, old, old. That I used to have a block heater on. I had to plug it in every night so that it would start I, the next morning. I remember when I was a, a young man getting ready to go to college up north, and I'm, I'm from Florida originally, and I was looking at these hotels, reserved, and they all advertised they had car plug-ins. And I asked my mom, does everybody out there drive fucking electric cars or what? Just, I don't understand. <laughs> I learned quick. I learned real yeah, quick. they do. <laughs> they do. So uh, having, like, you know, a 30-day store of your medicine, having all of your, like, passports and important documents in one area. I like to keep things like that in a 155, uh, like, or 50 caliber ammo can, right? So that I have all of our important documents and shit in a 50 caliber ammo can that's in the safe. So I can just go in there, open the fucking safe, grab the goddamn ammo can, and 
pop out the door. We have birth certificates, shit like that, deeds, fucking land, stuff like that. You know, that's inside the fireproof safe. So it, it's it's just grab it and go. Um, I also keep like what I call our, our communications package. It is a little seventy-five watt foldable solar panel. Um, a little, uh, I guess it's a um, twelve amp hour um, LiPo battery, so lithium iron phosphate battery, um, and uh, uh, some uh, Baofeng UV nine R ba- radios with all the charging apparatuses and everything to them. They're all inside of a thirty caliber ammo can. And inside there, I also keep like you know potassium iodide pills, uh, a couple of like antibiotics, you know, just just a couple of other stuff as well. So I grab those two things and walk out the door and have communications, all my important documents, some medicines, uh, and a power station to charge my cell phones, uh, my my radios. Yeah, now, am I am I mistaken when I say that? Because I know up here where I am, when the power goes out. The cell towers go out, so there is no cell phone. Not usually, maybe up there where you're at, because uh, polar bears regularly chew on the wires. But uh, <laughs> here in America, all the cell towers have uh, backup generators. Batteries. Right, they have yeah. backup. Up here in Nova yeah. Scotia, yeah, yeah, but most so, places, the I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, most places have, you know, if power goes down at one line, you know, it's coming from another way. They're fine. They got redundancy. I'm just saying where I'm at, if the power goes out, I don't have phone. I don't have fucking dick. No, but you still have radio. You can still talk on a... On a yeah, the on radio a, towers. Yeah, well, those are... Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't even need the radio towers with the ham radio. You can just... Right. You, you can bounce it off the, the low cloud ceiling and talk to Japan if you want. Listen to them Don't you have to have a license for ham radio? Okay, yes. yes. You're supposed to have a license for ham radio. But it's, there's actually two licenses. There, it's it's one. Yeah, you can have like the uh, regular general license and the expert license. Um, but does it really fucking matter if everything's gone to shit to the point where you're going to be having to use a damn radio to call for help or do any? Or it's your only means of communication. Who the fuck's going to stop you? Right. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. The same yeah. people try to take your guns. I mean, you, yeah. you could even you could even get a cheap cheap handheld Baofeng uh, aviation radios. It's just a handheld ham radio. Yeah, that's so fine. There, I, you could get a the Baofeng uh, the eight R and the nine R, the ones that I'm most familiar with. Like them a lot. But I think I just saw one in a kit for twenty three dollars on freaking Amazon with the battery, the charger, a little headpiece, and the whole nine yards and a whip antenna. Uh, I would do would suggest you replace a little stupid uh, rubber ducky antenna it has on there with a little, like you know, six or eight inch whip antenna. It will greatly increase your um, your range, very very much so. Um, they work great, man. They really do. We yeah. have taken we've taken them and talked to like I'm here and I can talk to my buddies in uh, in Austin. I like you know, 140. I guess well, they're up north of Austin, so about 150 some odd miles from here. And I can talk to them on a uh, any evening with my handheld radio. Um, it works better if there's a low cloud cover, but uh, overall, like on a good clear evening, I, I can talk to them all day. So not yep. a big deal. Um, it's all lot, and, it's usually line can, of sight. You can buy them and you can listen to them legally when it's not you know fucked up. All you want, you're just not allowed to transmit. Yeah, that's the only rule. You're not. 
supposed to transmit. However, here is a pro tip. There are tens of thousands of licenses out there for them. Okay? Uh, All the licenses are in public domain. They usually start like uh, XR or RARV or XV or XC or CX. They always start with a prefix. The older prefixes, you're not going to come on there and sound like a freaking newbie and know what you're doing if you're going to start with a C prefix. So just go on there to the license lookup, find some of the new licenses in the last two or three years. You can see when they were last active, if they haven't been active in six months. Hey, check it out. Look who's new. You're you're gonna be this week you are XRC three five. You know <laughs> so, yeah. KC eight O R W. Yeah. Yeah. I actually know that guy. Hey, but, uh, nobody. <laughs> shout out. But, uh, yeah, you can uh, so if you want to just make a list and just put it in your radio shit of like five or six just random identifications, go for it. <coughs> Who's going to stop you? Like, no one. And they're not going to come looking for you unless you're doing any stupid shit with it, really. Well, they would they have to triangulate sh- your ass anyway. So now, they're really, really, really good at that. They play games with that all the time. One of the more popular games is kind of like a, a type of radio geocaching or like hide-and-seek, where someone will go drive somewhere and and like and talk, and the, their buddies will try to find them. So by triangulate the signal. So there are people out there that are super fast, or they can find you within within a minute, two minutes. Um, but in a, in, a, in a disaster situation, it's federally mandated that it's just free and open, and anybody can talk on it. So it doesn't fuck. So it doesn't freaking matter. Just make up a call sign. Fucking Michael Nutty works, you know. <laughs> yes, he's uh, Professor Big Balls over here. Come in, yeah. this is DP for your mind. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't don't do anything stupid. I mean, come on, you know. But uh, yeah. uh, 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 right, right. Be be at least semi-professional. Um. All right, so that's ham radios. Ham radios are really easy. The one accessory kit that I would suggest for the ham radios is that on the back there's the extra battery packs. I would suggest you get the battery pack that is empty that, that allows you to put in AA batteries because AA batteries are really, really easy to recharge. If you get rechargeable AA batteries, they recharge very well and very nicely with a solar panel. Nice. So you could have basically unending, uh, unending comms if you have the rechargeable AA batteries and the uh, the battery pack that accepts the AA batteries, um, most of the, the I think I paid like four dollars a piece for the battery packs that accept the AA batteries from my uh, from my radios, and so I bought like you know a bunch of them, and I bought like a couple of extra in case one of them I drop it or step on it or break it or something. So there's your communications. Um, water. So, did you guys see that it turns out LifeStraw has been like, like they're in a lawsuit right now. LifeStraw. Who is? So, LifeStraw. LifeStraw, like the the the, LifeStraw is was a straw that was a kind of like the water with the filter. You can fucking take the water out of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So Lifestraw, it turns out, uh, they have been saying that, oh, it does all this and that and this and that. And it turns out it really doesn't. Um, but it does not remove. You've still been harmful. drinking ketchup all day. <laughs> it, no, you can drink the ketchup water, but it's not going to take any of the chemicals out of the ketchup water. All it does is take bacteria and viruses out. It does not. So, like, if you were st- if the cat shit water still had, you know, fucking diesel or gas or anything else in it, oil or PCBs or lead or arsenic, you're still drinking that. It didn't actually remove anything except for certain bacteria, cysts, and, um, you know, parasites. So everybody basically is really mad at Life Straw at the moment. Uh, yeah. Or life straw. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah, they have just, a huge it, advertisements like "Let me drink out oh. of stagnant pond"? Yeah, they were showing well, people like drinking out of like their own footprint in the middle <laughs> of a jungle and shit like that. But they were like, "Yeah, it really doesn't uh, get rid of that hard metal." Or it still tastes funny. Yeah, here's what I that. mean. We're talking about bullshit that is just. It, this is it's not, I don't want to say this is common sense, but the stuff that happened before this is what needed to happen. Like, if you know you're living somewhere that's going to have a storm and shit's going to fucking hit the fan, all right? You have two fucking gallons fair. of fucking water in the fucking closet, you know? If, yeah. if it's fucking power's going to go out. You have fucking flashlights, and you have fucking batteries for those fucking flashlights. No one well, gives like, a fuck if you, know, you have if you it prepared that has for your earthquakes. Hurricane. You have to prepare for that shit. That's like that. me moving to Buffalo and not having a fucking jacket. Now, or do I yeah. do I want you to feel bad for me because I don't have a fucking jacket? No, I fucking go buy a fucking jacket because I know like, is this like a winter is fucking jacket? coming. Yeah, when is oh. he coming, motherfucker? Oh, okay, yeah. like a cold weather jacket. Okay, I was thinking like. <laughs> It's His Buffalo. Maybe he needed a rap sheet, right? <laughs> so that he could like fit in Yo, and not get okay. stabbed. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. For what? For I stole some lollipops. <laughs> you want so something? Lollipops. You want some shit that's fucking serious, but not so serious to get you shaked? You know? So like, what'd you do? I tore the mattress tag off. <laughs> violated that shit fuck them rules I ain't nobody's bitch alright here's a here's a here's a question here's a question how do how do you feel about Tyrone okay. you have <laughs> motherfuckers you have you have a dam say you know okay. that you got like a, a dental dam one? hold Yes, <laughs> dental dam for your vagina, Farrell. Or we're talking about a fucking or a big dam, yeah, <laughs> or a big fucking dam holding back lots of fucking water. Now, okay, are we supposed yeah. to feel bad and really help people that want to move underneath the fucking dam? No, I mean like literally <laughs> living in the fucking shadow of the dam. Yes, it's, they're they're like, <laughs> yeah. I know. Here is a man-made structure, and all it takes is for one asshole. To not do a good job and have one bad spot, and this fucking dam could fucking we, don't need, we don't, we don't need that much cement in our concrete. Yeah, fuck it. But, I, I but heard what I'm saying is, coffee grounds it makes it better. 
I mean, New Orleans. I love New Orleans. You know, I love that. But I mean, (laughs) that that's like that's like fucking taking a pump, fucking sucking all the water out of a naturally filled fucking pond. Okay, and then building my house in a fucking pond, hoping the power doesn't go out and it doesn't fill back up and ruin my fucking house. I mean, it's like building. I don't want to be an asshole, but come the fuck on. Look at yeah. the Danes. Their entire fucking country is below sea level. They literally have pumps everywhere. Well, it's like, what about like, the stilt houses in California? They built them off the side of a people. cliff. They're not real people. California is not a real place. It's, it's not... totally... <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, a, a, it's an urban legend. Of reality? It's an urban legend. Yes. It's an urban legend. You hear about people being from California, but nobody's ever there live reporting. <laughs> are they? Right. You got a good point. Maybe it disappeared long, long ago. It's you know like they died. It's, a, it's like Atlantis. It's, a f- it's like fucking Atlantis. Shared, <laughs> stupid it's people. a shared delusion. It's a shared delusion. Oh, what do they call really. that shit? The fucking the, the effect. Like all of a sudden, there's you know it's not actually real. Like that movie Shazam with the fucking oh movie. Mandala effect. Don't even get me that, started. Mandala that effect. Shit. That's such all bullshit. Right, so I, have, I heard about that. Well, yeah. I have a fucking theory about the goddamn Mandala effect. I think. It's a parallel fucking universes, right? Like multiverse theory, because I swear to fucking God, it was a Berenstein Bears. And I swear to fucking God, they're like Tinkerbell used to fly around the fucking castle and then like deep and put the little like little like dot on the on the eye, right? Never fucking happened. The Fruit of the Looms never had a cornucopia. Did you know that? Never had a cornucopia. Wait, what? Live Fruit of Loom. Go look at your fucking Fruit of Looms. Fruit of Looms never had no, a cornucopia. But... Are you sure? I remember seeing that logo. Uh-huh. I remember yeah. it. Never existed. Did not ever what? exist. No so, way. But like Does they tried saying that about exist. that movie, but that did happen. Who the fuck is that guy? That but he was a comedian. But it, it was a shitty movie. But it did take place. Never <laughs> happened. How do we None prove that... that? I remember Fruit of Loom having a damn yeah, cornucopia. They, with the they went back and got the guy who originally fucking designed the logo. And he says it's never had a cornucopia on it. I never designed it with a cornucopia. It never has. If you remember it, it's re- you're remembering it in fucking correctly. But everybody, everybody remembers it with a cornucopia. So what I think it is, is that it's bleed over, right, from multiverses. So what happens is every time we do something fucking stupid like detonate a nuclear bomb or fuck with the mass, whatever, the fucking big mass driver bastard, we fuck CERN. Every time we fuck with that shit, we cause little deviations in reality. And the mandala effect is you remembering the fucking little deviations from what they were. Dude, I've seen Hmm. videos about that shit where they're like, I bet you thought that 2 plus 2 equals 4. But guess what? It doesn't. It's like, no. (laughs) There's tons of them. But I mean, no, but I, I know what you're talking about. I had to look up cornucopia because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Did, ever, did you guys all know what cornucopia was? Yeah, it's well, yeah. the yeah. basket looking thing. See, but yeah, that's why, the thing yeah. is, like, I just that's that blows my mind because that's you don't know what mind. it is because you were you spent your childhood running from fucking bears and, and cocaine dealers, and that and that's basically fucking it. penguins. You mean yeah. after? You meant running after? <laughs> 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 what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Sodomize a polar bear. 
I wrote all these professional fucking letters to all these people to invite them on the podcast. They're going to listen to this goddamn episode and be like, fuck you guys. Like, seriously. <laughs> Just it's this a to have fun. <laughs> Just this anybody, episode. Anybody that's going to come on our show and want to help and talk to people about fucking mushrooms and psilocybin and, you know, stuff that we like to talk about. Science! Fucking... If they're too fucking serious, they don't fucking belong here anyways. How about that? We do we do a we do a lot of we cover we do cover a lot of science. Wait, talking about mushrooms. Multiverse and fucking uh, shit already. CERN, multiverse, nuclear testing, you know, polar bears. Yeah, in a in the disaster. We got we got feral advertising his girlfriend Zuri about (laughs) about I've I've already talked to a uh, an artificial intelligence guy. He's a he's, a, <laughs> he's trying to show that we're not fucking assholes. Yeah. We I, I warned him in the fucking letter that we are assholes, but uh, I was trying to make it seem like because the people that I, we're, we're trying to get to come on here are really important, like you know, adults. So <laughs> they're mature. They can you know they're respected in the community. Yeah. Like what community people like sciency and universities and stuff. Yeah. You know? The kind of people that that they close the doors and lock it when they fucking see us walking up. Yeah, you know, not not the other (laughs) trolls. The ones that hit that that fucking button on the car door, gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) They lock it. The ones that judge you for peeing on their fucking grass. Yeah, whatever. The ones that don't understand. It's good the for you guys. <laughs> it's good for it. America sounds like freedom. Mm. It tastes like hops. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, water supply. So, just storing some fucking water. Uh, those five gallon jugs you can get that are refillable all the time. Those work really well. Uh, Sam's and Costco both have four gallon jugs. Last time I checked, they were like four dollars. They already now, come pre-filled. Uh, grabbing a couple water, of those is going to be good them? to go. How so would filtering you make the best filter. The, how to make the best filter? Glad you asked, because I would make what's called the poor man's Berkey. So poor man's Berkey is two five-gallon buckets that um, are like food grade. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, luckily, like. Like uh, Home Depot sells the food grade buckets like crazy. Then you just buy like two of the ceramic filters and two of the carbon filters. You drill the little like I think it's uh, five eighths inch holes, and you screw little bastards in to the bucket that goes on top. You put a couple of sticks over bucket number two. You put it on top, and uh, bucket number two. You put all your water in the top, and the gravity feeds out to the bottom, the bucket on the bottom, and you will have super super pure super filtered water. Um, that works really, really well. If you want to go one step further, you can add like a, um, I've seen people add a like a pure filter, like the pure brand PUR, or like the zero water. Do? Yeah, zero water filter onto the top of the first, uh, the second bucket, so that it has to go back through that to get rid of any sort of taste you've added from. You know, having your your new carbon or ceramic filters, so those work. That works really, really well, and that's cheap. You can build one that'll remove absolutely everything from your freaking water: PCBs, lead, ammonia, oils, and PCB. gas. I, the 
wants to remove it, the PCBs in the water. PCBs. So uh, <laughs> any sort of like, you know, any sort of crazy freaking hormones, chemicals, anything like that. You can build one for about a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars, um, and uh, yeah, I've got, and I've got one in my kitchen last, right now. They last forever, forever yep. and ever and ever. When the when the carbon filters start to plug up and they run slow, just put them under the sink and scrub them with a scrubby. Scrub a little layer off the outside, and they work like new again. Uh, the ceramic filters are even easier. You just, you just, you can scrub those with the little the green Brillo pad. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, they just it opens it back up and you're good to go, um, and they last for a very very long time. I think the life of them a hundred thousand gallons, hundred thousand gallons, it's like a fucking Olympic swimming pool. I've had my filters probably five years now, and I'm still using them. Yep. I, everything I drink goes through it, especially if you're somewhere that lives in like the oil field area, like you, oil sands, me, oil area, like uh, you know. He's got a like Deadpool's got to filter out all the penguin shit. So uh, I got yeah, a well, motherfucker. Really it's naturally filtered. Yeah, that just gets you all the arsenic. Yeah, through the neighbor's douche. Don't, yeah. don't forget all. I, well, I, li- forget all I the like the neighbor. Broken. Don't forget all <laughs> the a little broken th- uh, mercury thermometers we threw down your well when we were visiting you. Last time. <laughs> <laughs> we, we like to see what the mercury does. <laughs> Gives me some nice makes, fingertips. My, my nails are glorious. It's just the best for making hats. Mad as a hatter. He's mad as a hatter. It's the best for making hats. Yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Like that's just crazy to think that people subjected themselves to that for so long. But they are people still fucking, do that shit. Do you guys I mean, remember back in? I am old enough that I remember back in fucking uh, grade school and then junior high where the teachers would bring out like a little jar of fucking mercury and put like a little bit on everybody, a piece of oh paper on everybody's like, they oh, put yeah. a little piece of oh, paper on your roll desk. around the little ball. The roll around the little yeah, ball. and they'd give you a toothpick and you just fucking like fuck with the mercury <laughs> for like an hour. Then it's like, they give you like a spoonful each and you just made it roll around your paper. Get it out of your mouth, Johnny. Divide it in yeah. half and all sorts of shit, and you fucked with it, and then you gave it all back. But there, no, but somebody, I like, they'd come out with like a like a four ounce jar and get like an ounce and a quarter back, because everybody oh became like, because people would be like, I, I'm attached to it as my pet now, you know, put it in a fucking <laughs> shirt pocket or some shit. I've imprinted you know? on the mercury. We yeah. have become one. <laughs> oh Jesus, man! Oh. I was a weird kid back in the day. They brought like my pet hermit crab. Now this was a long fucking time ago, where hermit crabs were still kind of rare. I brought my herm- dude, so hermit hermit crab to wear. Crabs. Dude, when I was in Florida as a kid, dude, those things are fucking grab those things on the fucking beach and bring them home. They were awesome. Cra- I love all crustaceans. <laughs> shit. And I had a, a pet rat that eventually got cancer. Whether or not it was from the mercury, <laughs> do not know. But what what really experiments was... were you performing on the rat? Be honest. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I love uh, the rat's name was Squeaks. Like you know, the most original name ever. But it was like you thought you thought about a lot about that one right there. It, it, lived, it lived in my like sleeve, and I'd take it to school with me and just sit in my sleeve all day. And uh, I just like put, if I put my wrist up like I was trying to shoot a spider web and stick his face out and scare people. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like Fuck that rat. thing really did like oh Borderlands three, but uh, it would take it would it it ate a lot of mercury. 
You mean did you fed it? You mean you fed the rat mercury? <laughs> I was unaware as a fucking child that mercury was that toxic. I just knew that it really liked the taste of it. I'm and just we making sure that I, mercury, I understood. It would sit there and lick, 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 lick the fucking mercury. And then, <laughs> like, a while later, it had a giant goddamn tumor. And then one of the most traumatic, life-forming events of my life was when my fucking mom and dad, who had no goddamn clue how to kill anything in their fucking lives, decided to try to put my damn rat down like you would a fucking bug with figuring out a microwave and a gas fucking microwave. <laughs> Fuzzy went pop. <laughs> <laughs> one last one last squeak no. for the road. <laughs> no. Okay. I have a I have a I have a microwave story, but uh no, it was oh, bad. Dude. They tried to gas the fucking uh, the goddamn rat did not go. <laughs> Gas him? They have a little mask in yeah, a plastic you know, bag. <laughs> no, you know, like you, you remember, like uh, like how you you'd get bugs for like science class. You'd have oh, some like figure okay. out polish remover, and you'd put it in a lid, and, and yeah, uh, like a charm ball, and then you'd put the yeah. They tried to do that because I guess that's the only way they could think of to put down a fucking rat. Turns out, rat the LD fifty. For fucking figuring out polish remover and rats is way high. It just makes them really aggressive. <laughs> it's just really pissed off. <laughs> yeah. So they get high as fuck, cancer riddle fucking rat. That's all I'm gonna gnaw go. its way out of the cage and bite oh, the shit out of your dad. Your dad <laughs> flings it across the room and conks. <laughs> and then, that was the end of the rat. <laughs> Broke the damn TV. Yeah, buddy. Oh, damn no. it. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, it turns out that microwave ovens. So, a long time ago, I read this story about, about like, industrial microwaves. And how this one Where guy got, like, fucking. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about, Deadpool? What? He was just talking about microwaves in my fucking rack. <laughs> anyway, nice. I think he's doing a drug deal right now. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then I was buying a hooker. Hey, why not? Right, right. <clears throat> man, I mean, he only fucking... lived once. He's just putting the mayonnaise back in a oh, jar. Man. Don't make it weird. Jesus. Right. <laughs> Don't forget to lick the spatula. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a little extra cheese on your taco is never a problem. Unless you bring it in home to the missus. And then it's, it's a problem for everybody. Holy shit. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe he... Are you okay there, buddy? Well, thumb, the well that was fentanyl. <laughs> that was fentanyl? <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. All right. So, I'm on a podcast right now, but I'll be back. <laughs> it totally was doing coke. He just totally yeah. did fucking coke. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, as long as we're on the same fucking page. I'm sorry. I'm back. It's Tuesday. You know what time it is. You have is the schedule. Tuesday? You do the thing. Yeah, damn Tuesday. You got the stuff. Yeah, you're supposed to get your drugs. I'm waiting for both motherfuckers. For the podcast. 
Not during the podcast. I got my shit already. Well, you're you're, you're trying to say that I ran out or something? What, am I a fucking rookie? (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, so so Mr. Gonzo, what's in your your, uh, go bag of choice for drugs? Well, I believe. Who's Gonzo here? Him? I I would say, I mean, I just... I, I'm, I'm assuming me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have to take some Coke, keep me awake all night. Plus, why not have a little bit of some shroomies to make me feel better about the apocalypse? Or, you know, the shit, the shit flowing by me in the water from the dam that I wanted to live under because <laughs> I don't care about life. <laughs> You want that impeding water lurking over your head, thinking at yes. any moment man could fail me again. The government. But you want tradable drugs. I don't really think. I don't really think mushies is going to be like a They're tradable not. drug. It's yeah, pot. I think weed would be. Weed, yeah, probably. It's going to be some uh, of analgesic, right, of some type. So it's either be a pain reliever or uh, or like a stimulant. I think those are the only things that are really going to help. <laughs> Like, but so, if you had like, herbal yeah, knowledge, too. <clears throat> All right. Don't get me fucking started in herbal knowledge. Wait, wait, wait. We're, How no, much we're, about, we're about ready to go back down the someone's road that we had. Goddamn fucking heels. You're not going to stop them from getting a goddamn infection. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, what the idea is you I wait a pharmacy for penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, actually, in, in the light of that, so, in apocalyptic senses, disaster. If I were to loot or, you know, just strategically relocate some items from a pharmacy, what would they be if I were to choose, you know, a few antibiotics? Every okay, anything that, ends with, and... anything that ends with illin, isin, <laughs> uh, zol, or... Uh, AIM. 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 Cone. So, uh, just like antibiotics, Maybe, you know, a lot and, of people are going to be act. overlooking. A lot of people overlook, like uh, like pet stores. There's a ton of antibiotics at pet stores. Um, Not anymore. That's illegal like, now. No, you can't buy that. If you, like, tractor, if you yeah, go to like a tractor can. supply, they have it locked up, but you'd be able to get in that. They have, yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah well, you can still can. you can still get it. You can still get it. Yeah, I was gonna say I that those locks it. are real cheap. Those pen locks are super easy to get in. You could actually get in with that with a paperclip. Yeah, those, those pen locks yeah, are uh, super easy. I'm a, I'm a professional locksmith. I can uh, I can pick a uh, goddamn good medical lock, eh? If, if it's in oh. the world, I'm just bringing a fucking. I'm going to the hardware section, grabbing a hammer, and just plus oh, right? glass. Uh, how about we just use the? <laughs> how about we just use the old elbow on the fucking? Eighth-inch glass that's holding back the okay. elbow. Now you, you have that, a fucking ginormous laceration on your fucking elbow. What am I, <laughs> I just have my arm up and the fucking bandages right next to the glass. Come on. <laughs> There's so many better ideas. You, use the asshole who's trying to get to it uh, in front of you's head to bust the glass. Yeah. <laughs> there you here, right? The guy that's already in the store mm-hmm. that looks confused. Use your buddy's face. Yeah. Judo push. <laughs> Judo push. This is why I brought you, Tommy. <laughs> Serve your look purpose real, well, son. Look, look real close. What does that say right there? Can you read that? 
Uh, it's all good. We're here for you. <laughs> you might. So, so actually, in in light of that, is there any? Do you know any of any uh, veterinary medicine that also translates to humans? All of them. The yeah, same? take them all. All of them. They do? all do. It's yeah, all the okay, same so, name. Well, if you could give it to horses, I mean, sorry. If you give it to pigs or dogs, you can give it to people. Okay, yeah, that, that <laughs> so, makes sense. What about I, I cats? Just want to clarify. What about well, cats? If I give it to a cat, cats are the devil's it? flashlights. I, uh, oh my yeah. god, we agree. Fuck pretty cats. Much, pretty much <laughs> anything. Pretty much anything that you can take is going to kill the fuck out of a cat. Pretty much, just nice. damn near anything. Like uh, cats are so cats I, and horses. So I shouldn't give my cat aspirin. Is what you're saying? A lot it of has it, a headache. Uh, kill the, just kill the <laughs> shit out of that cat. So. uh Cats and horses are very, very similar. Uh, that's why I call like horses giant fucking cats. So the, the cats and horses they take a lot of the similar shit. <laughs> but like humans and dogs, we've been we've been uh, evolving so closely together for so long that we share a lot of the same uh, diseases, a lot of the same gut bacteria. Like your dog can get COVID from you, it can get the flu from you, it can get you that's know like, the common cold from you. Uh, you and can also get would all of that like back. A thousand years ago. No, nah, it'd be more than that. It'd be 10,000, 20,000 years ago. They would have been you, just you fucking was... gnawing on us. <laughs> nah, yeah, maybe. Humans domesticated dogs a lot longer ago than people. Then is common knowledge. Like, they're now thinking, they're now pushing that back to 20, 25,000 years ago. No shit. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, we have a, such a tight bond. That's just incredible, though, that we bonded with another species like that. But it's not only the fact that we've bonded with other species, but we've also bonded to such a level that we can read each other's body language. All right? Yeah, and it's yeah, a species that's, that's not even similar to us in any fucking way. Right? Yeah, not like it would pig. be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but not at all similar to us. But we can read an alien species' body language so fucking accurately, you could, guys could damn near have a conversation with each other, right? So uh, they understand us. So they did a study, Berkeley, I hate fucking Berkeley, but Berkeley did a fucking study to see what dogs actually understood from human language. They found that dogs understand up to 70% of everything that's fucking said around them. It's just they choose not to fucking act on it. (laughs) So your dog understands what you fucking say. It's just being a dick. Yeah, he's a stoner. It's Scooby-Doo. So he's just like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go get that toy, actually. Uh, fuck you. But, uh, yeah, they under, but they understand that dogs have about the same as about a three-year-old or a four-year-old uh, understanding of the English language, a language that they are raised around, whether it's English or Taiwanese or whatever the hell they're raised yeah. around. But uh, that's why you see, like, these highly trainable dogs like Malinois, uh, Border Collies, stuff like that, that you could do amazing things is because they actually are the type of dogs that want to do what you say. Your stupid fucking chihuahua is like, ah, fuck you, I'm going to shit your shoe. You know? It's always so, the, smaller, the smaller the I'm going to shiver and then take a giant face. shit on your pillow. You know? And try and fucking chew off your pinky toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attack oh, your neck. There was that diabetic because... guy They got his foot chewed off by his dog. What the fuck? Mm. By his own dog. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, we don't need an amputation. We'll just, uh, we'll take it from here. 
He had a fucking <laughs> chihuahua. His foot went septic, right? Like he was diabetic. He had neuropathy, and he didn't fucking know. His foot was fucking septic, like gangrious. He went to sleep. His dog chewed off all the fucking dead tissue and licked it clean. And oh, it, it kept God. him from actually going to the doctor. I mean, he went to the doctor because, oh. like, he woke up and he didn't have any fucking toes. But it turns out the dog saved his life. That's but. how – I don't understand how people can get to that. Like, and I've heard some horror stories, but people, like, letting things get that bad – like, why? Don't let things progress to the point where it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm losing my fucking leg. Because they can't feel it. It has no but you don't look at your at body? Like, you don't, like, uh... do a fucking inventory check? Like, okay, I got ten toes. I got ten fingers. Okay, knees it's are working, back's working, dick's working. That, dude, it's the same okay. kind of reason that a lot of fucking people today have this, uh, what's cognizant dissidence, right? Where, like, everybody knows that everything's kind of going to fucking shit right now, right? You basically yeah. got cold World War Three going on. You've got massive crop failures going on everywhere. You got weird goddamn weather going on everywhere. You have floods and hailstones and fucking craziness and fires. World's on fire. Yeah, and you like the threat of nuclear war like is every fucking day right now, and everybody's just sitting around going, "Huh, I wonder when they're gonna come out with the new S twenty three Ultra." You know. <laughs> And it's like February, <laughs> bitches. Like every goddamn February, they come out with a new one. But like, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting yelling is making my throat dry. And um, and it's just like it's cognizant dissidence. As long as like uh, the Romans guy was it Nero, right? You know, circus and uh, what was it, uh, bread and circus, right? You can fucking watch the goddamn Rome fucking burn. Nobody's going to give a shit as long as you give them bread and circuits. As long as you keep people yeah. fucking entertained. Well, that's and yeah, <laughs> that's been proven. They're doing over, and over again. Yeah, so that's the the technical term for that is cognizant dissidence, because people are willfully fucking yeah, ignoring shit. Yeah, yeah, to disconnecting shit in order to avoid dealing with the problem that's going on. There's certain little steps you can do. Anybody can do. To make your reliance on the system less fucking total so that you have a buffer zone between you and whatever fucking bad thing can happen in your life. And that's just called preparedness. That's called putting away, you know, 100 gallons of water. That's really not that much water. It'll fit in your fucking closet. You put shoes on top of it. Forget about it. You could put a year's worth of fucking food for a family of four underneath a queen-size bed in totes. Replace your yeah. fucking... Yeah, if you just replace your bed frame with the fucking totes, you've got a year's worth of food with a footprint of your bed. Nobody will ever fucking know you have it. And, and like, stupid shit sh- like that. Like, it, it, it's, shit, it's... Even nowadays with the internet, you can look up, like, native plants. If you don't have the money, say, to, like, invest into, like, a six-month supply of dry food or... You, you know, don't need food. to buy it. You don't need to buy it all at once. One of the easiest ways to get prepared is called copy canning. Go to the fucking store instead of buying one can of green beans by two. Put one in fucking storage. Eat one, right? Oh. If you're patient, if you're if you're huh. that's I... called co- that's called copy canning. The same thing goes if you're going to go buy one pack of ramen noodles, buy fucking two ramen noodles, put one in storage, and keep the other one, and don't yeah, have to do that. Building the cash, even if you're even if you're dirt goddamn poor, you can buy your groceries. Right or buy some groceries, then go to the food pantry in your local town and get a whole bunch of shit 
that maybe is not your favorite food that you want to eat and store that just so you have some fucking calories. <coughs> but it's not going to do you shit all good without some water. Um, and then once it comes to your water, like how are you going to get out of the jug? You're going to pick your jugs up and dump them over. I suggest a battery powered little like water dispenser. Um, they they run off of double A batteries. A lot of them are rechargeable too, and they we use those for our lemonade business that we have. We have like a fucking gourmet lemonade business, and um, on the side, dude, I've got like how many fucking businesses <laughs> do you fucking have? It's called <laughs> diversification, sir. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of fifty-five. Nah, <laughs> we have six or seven little fucking little 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 fucking businesses. And the purpose of, like, all of them together bring in a lot of money. Individually, they don't. Individually, they bring in, you know, this one brings in thirty or 40000 Yeah, This one brings in fifty, sixty. You know, so all of them bring in a little, like, enough to, to, to pay, a, like, a, like, a part-time salary. But uh, and they're all very, very little, like, you know, maybe six hours a week here, seven hours a week there. You know, they're, they're, they're very short. Like very easy to do, and still so, bringing in forty to fifty thousand a year. Yeah, it's pretty easy, dude. When your lemonades go for five dollars a fucking quart, and uh, you make a fuckload of them at a, a festival or a party, or you rent out the equipment and somebody to staff it to do somebody's quinceanera, or dude, stupid shit like that. It's it's very easy, and it goes really really quick. It's fucking American. And it, it doesn't you. cost you shit to. It maybe cost you a hundred bucks to start. Shit. Anyway, <clears throat> any fucking way. Hey. So the little, we have this little battery powered like uh, it's just a little battery powered dispenser. You push the top, you drop the little tube down inside of a freaking four gallon or five gallon like uh, like jug. You push the button on the top and it just shoots fucking water out in your cup. And that works great. So having one of those in the freaking having one of those as part of your preps with your you know with your big ass. Uh, Water storage stuff is going to really help you instead of just having to, like, you know, pick up that giant uh, jug and dump it out. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? So, water, wow. what about fire? What would you suggest for fire? And a magnesium fucking Bic rod? Fucking lighters. Don't make it fucking hard. What do you think? Suddenly, big lighters don't exist? Just buy a fucking. No, I I want to do it with rocks. God damn it! You can buy a literal case of cheap ass fucking big lighters on Amazon right now for like twenty four dollars. Let's like get wet? sixty fucking lighters. All sixty of them. Yes, I had. Pee, yeah, I got okay? news for you. No even if they know. get wet, even if those things go in the fucking washing machine, they could dry out and they will be just fine because they are a sealed unit. And that flint yeah. is gonna dry out. So you have sixty okay, fucking lighters enough. for like for like twenty five <laughs> or thirty freaking dollars, dude. Like that's how long do they last? Like a sm- the smoker yeah, a will point. lose it's not their like it's fucking <laughs> lighter. Yeah, they'll lose their lighter before they get done. They run it out of fucking fuel most of the time, or somebody else will steal it. So like the original. Oh, I hate lighter thieves. Lighter thieves. Yeah. The original owner of a big fucking lighter is almost the never the person that runs it out of fuel because somebody else steals it or it gets fucking lost or they throw it away accidentally, you know, or, or something else happens to it. That uh, 
So having 60 freaking lighters or 50 lighters or whatever in a big-ass case is all you'll ever need. Done. Problem solved, problem staying fucking solved. You know, like, you don't need a flint so steel. At that point, you're just like a mental masturbation of the whole zombie apocalypse thing. <laughs> just thinking, oh, I'm going to go out there and suddenly nothing works anymore. And I'm just going to go out there and flint and steal the shit out of this. I like, need a bow you know, staff and I need a, I need a fire bow. <laughs> I'm going to make a fire drill and go to town. If you've never made fire by rubbing two sticks together, I strongly suggest you go ahead and give it a shot now before the zombie apocalypse and see if you really want to do that. There's an entire reason that that use that the fire guard or like owner of the fire used to be a reverend fucking position back in caveman days because it takes hours to start a fucking fire. With sticks. So much. So You have to go out there and find dry tinder. You have to keep that tinder dry if you travel from place to place. You have to, you know, be very, very delicate with all of your actions. Perfectly carved sticks. Good, well-made fire bows. The whole nine yards. It's a profession. And it was a profession. But uh, it's not a profession anymore. It was been replaced by the Bic Lighter. <laughs> in in the same line with fire for gasoline, just a little fun fact: you could actually uh, get into the gas uh, big drums they store underground in gas stations. They don't lock them all, and if they do, those caps are easily easy to pop off. You can use the same thing like a siphon, a big like a hundred foot hose. You could yeah. siphon those tanks. And, yeah, just don't uh, run it, it through like white. a fucking aquarium pump or some yeah, bullshit. Don't do that. Nothing electric. Don't do electric. Yeah. But you can make sure it's the white or white and black stripe is unleaded gasoline. I believe, you know, orange is the vent. But yeah, just white and black. You don't need to know the other ones. The the, the kerosene and diesel. But just a little fun fact. I wish gas stations around here had kerosene. None of them fucking do. I I, I love, I have kerosene heaters that I keep for emergencies. I have to buy the stuff by the five gallon at like Home Depot. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, I yeah, wish they had. Uh, like, there's nowhere around here that has kerosene by the pump or anything like that. You have to buy it like in pre, like you know, made pre-made jugs. But the little kerosene heaters are just absolutely fantastic. I think they're like I've got one of those 18... old school R two D two units with a cage around his head. That's the exactly the one I'm talking about. Those, those so things nice. are so awesome. They still manufacture them. They're still on Amazon. They're like a hundred bucks. Uh, they are like $119. Sorry, I just bought one for a uh, for our niece because um, it's supposed to be a really hard winter. What I love about those is you can cook on top of them, bitches. Those things put out so much fucking heat. You can take your cast iron skillet, slam it right down on top of that big-ass fucking cage on the top, and make breakfast. I've done it a 100 times. Like, I've cooked pancakes on top of there, scrambled eggs on top of there, all sorts of shit. Works so fucking well. So well. Fucking dual purpose, getting the heat and getting the oh, food. They work great. The food. What also works really well, if you get one of those, you know, if you see those thermal electric fans you put on top of your, uh, like, fireplace, excuse me, your fireplace or your stove, and uh, they just turn from the difference of, like, like the heat from the bottom to the top of the fan, right? So they don't require any batteries at all. But you put one of those on top of your, uh, like, uh, your little kerosene heater, just just have it sitting up there and then point, point it throughout the room. Instead of all the heat going straight up, now it's circulating through the room. It, would, it really heats things up a lot, lot better, a lot, lot faster. 
Yeah, air um, movement definitely helps. I've never heard of those kind of fans, though. That's interesting. They're really, really cool, man. Uh, the thermoelectric fans. Uh, Are you talking about the ones that use the heat to turn themselves? Yeah. The magnets on the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. I have those on my heaters. Huh. Oh shit! Uh, they're all over, dude. There's there's four piece fan, five piece, five blade fans. There's big fucking cool ones, but most of them are they're like a eighteen twenty dollar item, man. I'm looking at them right now on Amazon. Good but uh, they're really cool. Yeah, there's a little thermoelectric fan. They work really really well. Um, super super good thing to have. Put them on, throw them on top of your kerosene heater and rock and roll. Um. Keeping things cold is a little bit more difficult, like I said. Here, your thermoelectric cooler, uh, ground coolers. Has anybody ever seen those? Those are going to be kind of a rare item. You mean like a root cellar, yeah. Well, you've got root cellars up there. But places where the water level is is, is pretty low, like around here, you have something called a ground cooler. And it's basically like a 10-inch piece of PVC pipe drops down into the ground about 15, 20 feet, and then you just lower your food down into the bottom of the pipe. Uh, you lower stuff down to the bottom of the pipe, and you can pull it back up on a little, like, trolley. Um, they're becoming more popular. I've seen them used with, like, this little, uh, uh, this little chain mechanism that you put a can of beer in, and you load it up, and it, then they go down, and they come back up when they're cool. Um but it's just ground cooling and ground heating. I am not a fan of them because it just seems like a snake pit. Like somewhere right. where like all oh, your like beetles, bugs, snakes, spiders are just going to fucking fall in. So There is the, the, the time-tested ancient way of cooling food is put it in something and throw it in the water. In a creek. Yeah. Yeah, if you have running water, that works out really well. Um but out here, you're gonna be better off with solar panels. Oh, let's talk about let's just talk about uh, if you wanted to be a little bit off grid. Um, one of my favorite solar panel places. Let me open up my. Uh, it's actually uh, saved here on my phone, real quick. Is that uh, I'm gonna pick up a bunch of solar panels from this place real quick, um, just because they are so cheap and so readily available. This place is called Suntan Solar. Uh, It is... A suntan. Yeah, it's Santan. Sorry, it's S-A-N-T-A-N. Santan Solar. So if you look at these guys, they're really, really cool. Um, You can get, uh, like, I think it's 30 of the... um, they're kind of a do-it-yourself solar place, right? Like, you're not going to... So you want to be a little handy. Get, you want to be a little handy. Uh, not a little... And, no. and just, yeah, a little just handy? Watch, just, a little handy? <laughs> Don't forget the lube. They, they do, like, um, uh, slightly damaged or used solar panels. So you could get, like, okay, tw- a pallet of 25... 250-watt solar panels. Uh, they're slightly blemished. It's mostly on the frame. It's like the frame is not beautifully fucking white. Sometimes there's streaks the on it. the cell is what matters, right? Yes, the cells the are cells. fine. They come with a warranty. 1400 bucks. 
for 25 Ooh. 250 watt solar panels. That's not bad. That is freaking cheap. <laughs> like, you know how stupidly cheap that is? Yeah, no, that's, that's a <laughs> hell of a deal. Yeah. So let's do the let's do the freaking math of that right now. Now, with those though, you really kind of you can't be in like Seattle. Yeah, you can. You just put up enough of them, and it doesn't matter. They're so cheap. That's six point two five kilowatts. <laughs> that's six point two five kilowatts of constant output fucking power. I think that is your. Yeah, but you're that, that, that's the solar panels that has. But it's not going to be the same at night. You're going to have to have a battery bank, well, inverters, and everything yeah, you're, else. Yeah, you're only getting during the yeah. Well, without with solar panels, you have to have batteries. You you have to have a secondary no. storage. So you're you do a, like a, a hybrid. The hybrid system is the system that you're kind of that I'm that I'm look, that I'll be doing, right? So a hybrid system is me to have the solar panels. I'm also hooked to the grid, and I also have my uh, battery backup. And the purpose of that is is that when the sun is out and nice and my batteries are charged, I'm selling excess power back to the grid. At night, I'm running off of my batteries, and when they need to be charged in the morning, they're being charged by the sun and the grid. So that any excess, it comes out to where you're going to be, unless you put up like 20 kilowatts. If you put up that 6.25 kilowatt and you live in a, 2,500 square foot home or so, you're going to have more than enough power and to run everything you want to run, your refrigerator, your air conditioner, blah, 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 at the same time, and you're going to make come up with at least a zero. If not, you're going to end up with like a $10 or $12 check from the, the company uh, uh, at the end of the year or the end of the month. Now, when it comes to other stuff, you want the LIFEPO 4 batteries. It's, that's LIFEPO. Four battery, and you want don't want the batteries, you want the cells. So you want the battery cells because a two hundred and eighty amp hour cell is going to run you about sixty five to seventy bucks. A two hundred and eighty amp hour cell is about three kilowatt cell. All right, that's three kilowatt hours of what's of of constant output until it hits zero in that cell. That's going to give you a lot. Well, at $65, you put 12 of those in line, and you're done. You you spend another – so for maybe a total of $10,000, you'll never have another power bill your rest of your life. And you'll have, you know, a week's worth of power. Uh, if the sun stops shining for a fucking week, you'll still have plenty of power. <laughs> I think there might be other concerns if the sun stops shining for a week. Exactly. <laughs> The sun blinks the fuck days. out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, the sun blinks the fuck out. You'll have a decent, uh, like. Hey, don't worry about freezing to death. Don't worry about freezing because you're going to have all the power you need. Yeah, that, that's you know, always you been watch, something that I thought about since watch science a movie class. With your like family. they mentioned that you get like a day if it actually goes out. If it's supernovas, we we won't know for a certain no. amount of time. But it's like what eight the fuck? fucking minutes. You'll know eight minutes later. Oh, the first supernova, yeah. But what not it like if it actually just goes? What happens if it just goes out? The You'll know eight minutes later. Oh, so yeah, it's then we're just the speed of light as instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, the speed of light. It takes eight minutes for the light That's to quick. go from the fucking sun to us. That fucking big. So yeah, anything day. that happens, you're gonna have eight fucking minutes. If something <laughs> shitty happens with the sun, you're gonna know in eight minutes. Yeah, but, you, uh, it'll seem instantaneous to you because you can't see it. Yeah, I was going to say you wouldn't know. 
Yeah. But if That's, the sun went like yeah. super mega fucking nova, uh, it would just be like a uh, bright flash on a passing mirror, and you would yeah. just wake up in heaven, going yeah. what? Like, what? Like, bang! Fucking ah! dead. Did you say heaven? <laughs> or wherever you go. <laughs> I mean, you just you just bought coke on the show live, so probably yeah. it's or some you're sort after of like hell. Coins. How's that so? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm just I'm going to Valhalla. They got fucking drinks that's and where murder. That's where I'm, I'm going, going there. I'm going to Valhalla. Fuck yeah. Have you ever murdered enough people to go to Valhalla? I have. I have. What's the total? How many do you have to do on that? What is it, 13? I don't know. I don't know. Just at least. Well, I, I imagine, I, well, honestly, I imagine overtime. Have... Overtime, I imagine the fucking numbers dropped out. Okay, back in the day when it was like a super popular religion, I imagine it was like a golf club or something like that, where where they had like you know high standards. Now actually, it didn't matter how many people you killed as long as you died in battle honorably. <laughs> well, that, that, it's going to depend on the, the battle. If I die in battle, like fighting like tractor or something like that, I die. <laughs> I, I died changing battle. a tire on a Humvee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Nowadays, I imagine that that it's been lowered. They have like like lowered expectations. <laughs> they've uh, they've lowered it a little bit. For for entry is a little bit easier, uh, and so I think that I I think based on my previous war murders and my honorable life that I live now, I, I probably got a place. My love of beer, I think we're good. I think I'm, I think I'm good for, for about you have all the prerequisites. To accept yeah. to be accepted into Valhalla, that that's understood. I have I have a drinking stud made out of a horn. Yeah, so right there, fuck, Glorious. done. It's fucking done right there. That's what I'm drinking at. I open the beers, I pour it in the fucking drinking stud, I drink it. Now, it, now the real question is, when the time Asshole, comes, you how would you display the fucking thing? Did the floor? What? <laughs> I think yelling at just... somebody. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's uh that's a very specific yell. Are you like doing a Victorian napkin throw where like he's he's like ready on tongue mock face on aim and then he throws the napkin in the air fire when it hits the floor. <laughs> that's a, dude, that was a noble time when we used to be able to duel with swords. No, it fucking like, wasn't. I, shit was resolved pretty quick, though. Those I mean, were like everybody, th- everybody thinks <laughs> it's like, oh, 30 and 40 year old guys dueling with swords. No, they were like 12 no, no, and 13, no. dude. Well, yeah, your life you lived a rifle age was 30. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that, that was a more true time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when your 14 year old brother loses an arm, you know, in a sword battle, you, you learn some shit pretty quick. No, nowadays, you learn how to bury your 14 year old brother. Because first off, he's middle aged, and secondly, <laughs> and secondly, like they like what were they like? Oh, his blood's low. Let's add some leeches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let the blue jay peck out his scabs, yeah. prevent the bacteria. <laughs> when when the barber needs. performs your surgery, you know that you're in the medieval times. Yeah, you know what he needs. It looks like he needs some of that night soil rubbed in that stump. 
God. It's crazy. <laughs> How <laughs> the fuck do we like? survive? Right? Like Exactly. God almighty. Jesus. Well, don't that, let your fucking... Don't live the kind of life that your fucking ancestors are going to be, like, ashamed of, right? Like, true. Well, your ancestors are like, God damn it, you can't even change a fucking tire. We're like, fuck, look at how soft their fucking hands are. Completely you just get a fucking useless. paper cut and cry? God, oh, my God. <laughs> when you don't know how to change a broken light bulb. <laughs> you know there's a problem. Right? Jesus Christ. Yep. Jesus you know Christ. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, for, as far as light goes, there's a million LED sources of freaking light that you can get. Uh, there's Hand Creek lights. There's Hand Creek radios. There's anything with a dynamo is going to work out really well for you long term. I mean, you, you um, could theoretically just buy a shitload of them little solar garden lights, set them outside during the day, and bring them in at night. I mean, it'd be enough to see. Yeah, that's actually a really wow. good idea. I never thought of that. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, they work out great. Yeah, I think they're like a fuck a piece now, huh? Or less, yeah. But light discipline at night is probably going to be a pretty good big thing. You definitely don't want, like, uh, your neighbors to know you're doing super well, right? Like, because they're going to come over and say hi. Now, on, on, that, on that note, it might be easier to be super friendly with your neighbors than it might be to just be angry at them and try to, you know, Shoot start a fight with them at all times. Because every injury is, like, potentially deadly. Yeah, the cold can kill you at that point. Yeah, you got a, a hangnail could fucking get infected and kill you. So, I mean, you'd think if you get to that point, community would be key. If you can build yeah, community in the area you, you're in. It, it makes your life, it, it makes survival a lot easier if you have, um, you know, like people that are going to watch the, the, the you know, the gate at fucking 3 a.m. So you're not up there so that you can fucking farm the next day. Wasn't even but if you're trying to do everything all at once, it's just not going to go well for you. But, yeah. Anybody got something to add besides just fucking me? <laughs> nope. What? They're gonna fuck you? Yeah, everybody's like, Oh my god, you. Trim wants to blow you. Again? I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, besides freaking me. Oh, oh. I would suggest having an IFAC. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're talking into the world survival, right? Well, we're just talking. Well, it doesn't have to be end of the world. It could, uh, like, I was just talking about, like, I started this shit off of talking about, like, hey, you know, we're going into hurricane season. We're fixing to come into a winter. El Nino is looking like it's going to be a really hard, cold winter uh, with a lot of power, potential powder outages, <clears throat> and a lot of frozen shit. So maybe there's some stuff people should do, like stock some PVC in case the freaking pipes break at your house. You know, a general preparedness shit. Gotcha. But, uh, gotcha. but like kind of like up north here where we get another survival kit in our car. We make the coffee can, alcohol lamps, you know, and throw in your car. Well, you never know. What What do you put in your car survival kit? Describe it in detail. Well, <clears throat> I, I put I put several, uh, you know, those protein bars, meal bars, lots of those, you know, because they're easy. You can eat them cold or hot, doesn't matter. 
If you happen to have some MREs, those are awesome. Um, a shovel to dig yourself out of the snow. A space blanket to keep yourself warm. And then either candles or some sort of a alcohol heater or something to keep warm. A, a candle will keep a car above freezing for a long time. And you can get candles that will burn 24 hours. Little things like that. But, you know, that's pretty much the basics of it, really. And you don't really need to bring water because if you're stuck in a snowstorm, you got plenty of snow that you can melt. Yeah. You can drink the snow. Just drink all the snow. You can yeah, eat just, snow, but it's not recommended. You you should try to melt it if you can. Aim for the yellow yeah. snow. <laughs> well, just extra uh, salts and stuff help you survive a little longer, yeah? Yeah, because you get the extra <laughs> minerals and vitamins from the yellow snow yeah. because there's more nutrients. But yeah, eating, sure. eating yeah. unless you're in a warm place, eating snow directly is not a good idea because it lowers your core body temperature even more. Yeah, you use so. more calories to heat it back up mm-hmm. than you would anything else. But uh, I've seen, like, uh, back in the military, we'd, we'd pack um, snow into, like, Ziploc bags and put it in the second layer of our clothing, not against our body, but, like, in the out yeah. between our one. Yeah, and uh, right. just let, like, the ambient leaking temperature, that we're, it just from our bodies, like, uh, warm it up. Right. And then drink it from a Ziploc bag. But, uh, yeah, worked out really well. Works good. But, yeah, I mean, water is important. Food is not as as important, so just a, a few energy bars are usually good enough. You're going to be stuck in a snowstorm or something because you're, you're not going to be out there for two months. You know, it's just a few days at most. And that's pretty much what everybody should be prep, prepping for. Uh, it, it, that's kind of the, the – that was the, the heart and soul behind this episode was to try to make everybody kind of get their own 72 to 120-hour, like you know, three or four-day survival kit going. And right. you don't really need that much shit. Don't open your freezer a bunch of times. The stuff in there will stay cold for a yeah. long time if you don't fucking you keep, keep fucking shot. with it. And yeah. if you know it, if you know it's coming, fill your bathtub up with water ahead of time, yeah. and you have something to flush your toilets with. Yeah, or or drink in a pinch if you really get desperate. And you always have a water heater that's got fifty gallons of fucking water in it. And then if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Remember that. (laughs) Just if it's yellow, go pee outside. That's dominance. It's always not a bad idea to have some flour and some butter, you know, with the water. You can make something shit. Yeah. The foods. But I would, in an emergency kind of kit, it would, having pre-made foods is going to be a little bit easier. But if you're doing, just doing like your weak food, like, okay, so, like, pre-made pancake mix. Okay, I'm down for that. I like, you know, those little emergency kits are like, okay, if I'm going to go camping, I'm going camping for a couple of days, right? Then I'll take those BizQuick mix, those little pancake shakers, you know, where you just mm-hmm. you open up the fucking top, you add water, you shake the bitch up, and you pour it right out. Well, that works well, great. I learned something today, this summer that I didn't yeah. really never think of. If you're going camping, don't bring eggs and put them in your cooler and let them get all fucking the case fall apart. Just pre-crack them and throw them in one of those shakers. Yeah, they were oh great. God. I, I was like, oh, my God, you're fucking brilliant when I saw a person doing that. But fuck, oh, what no. did I think of that? We've been doing that with a, with a, the half-gallon milk jugs. Like, uh, we just crack a fuckload of eggs in a half-gallon milk jug. Yeah. Because, you get, because as long as you don't shake the jug up, you can just pour them out like one at a fucking time, basically. Mm-hmm. How long will that yeah. last? Uh, a week. 
So if you keep it so cold, if you put, like, yeah, I was to say, if you put it in a fridge and you have them all mixed together, say you fill it with eggs, it'll last yeah. a week. Yeah. Hmm. You, you have them in a container. Like you have them in a container, right? Like, so I use those. Yeah. Like, I think my, my last one wasn't, uh, I use it forever too. It was an orange juice jug with the oh, screw off fucking yeah. lid. Okay. You know? Like a normal milk jug would have, like a screw a screw on yeah. top. Well, mine was a mine was a uh I think it was uh okay. just the pulp free fucking orange juice, like the cheap Oh, orange like juice. the but, simply orange juice or Yeah, whatever. simply orange. That's exactly yeah. the brand it was. I cracked the bitches in there because that thing that lid goes on there tight. Now, and, yeah, there's a lot of threads. Uh, <laughs> if we're yeah. talking about future preparedness for something like this, my dreams would be to get a uh like a transit van, you know, the high top ones, turn yeah, it into an off-grid camper and have it in the yard. I mean, you got you got your solar power, you got your electric coolers in there that run off of solar. It's a self-contained yeah. living thing, and you can just keep it stocked all the time. In all reality, you want to be mobile. This shit really yeah. goes down. You don't want to stay yeah. in one spot. <laughs> you pretty much want to stay in one spot. Um, but, well, but, but with the camper, you can use it as a camper, yeah. but you have yeah. you have it for emergencies also because it's self it's self reliant by itself. It's off grid already. Yeah, but that's my dream. I don't have one. Wanna, I just wish. You want to move to your one spot and stay at your one spot because you don't want to just try to move or fuck around like all constantly because you're you're never going to yeah. set up enough place to have any good supplies. But because right. um, in all reality, I'm just coming down and I'm going to you know meet up with you. Yeah, of course. Come on down, buddy. Well, I got plenty you, of room. You got, you got the camper for that, at least. I got plenty of room. I got the I got camp. Of, We're good. I got plenty of room for for all three of you assholes. So, not a big deal. I've I've already got the the fuel full, fuel tanker full, and it, you got a hitch on it for the dozer. So it'll take me Come a while. Come on I'll get there. down. <laughs> I'll say I'm good at fixing broken shit, so I think I, you know I can I can contribute. Come on down. <laughs> Yeah. Well, be, no, well, nobody be in our way. We'll, I'll just push the fuckers out of the way on the highway as I go. <laughs> Kill Dozer 2.0. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, um, it, it's really nothing difficult. Honey lasts forever and ever and ever. You can put some honey packets. Real honey. Make your, sure it's real honey, though, yeah. or it won't work. Yeah. So you can put, like, one of those little honey bears or, like, real, like you know, a little jar of real honey in your, like, go pack and leave it in there for all eternity. It doesn't fucking matter. If it's crystallized, who cares? It'll still spread on whatever you want to put it on or, or just take a dollop out and put in your tea if you have to make some pine tea or whatever vitamin C yeah, on the road. You know, and a little so, bit of sweetness makes a miserable situation 10,000 times better. Yeah, so, I've been in a lot of fucked up miserable situations. And uh, just having, you know, you're, you're five days stuck in some shithole, little foxhole, little fucking place. Yeah. And, and you're and, out of pretty much everything. You got some fucking MRE crackers and three Jolly Ranchers. And sharing those three Jolly Ranchers with your buddies brings up morale oh. quite a bit. Or when you make a batch of Ranger pudding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yum. I, I, I could go for something right now, actually. Ranger pudding is MRE crackers, hot cocoa, and coffee, and a little bit of water stirred all together. Fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Their coffee is just... <laughs> yeah, it, well, it all comes in the MRE, and you just mix it all together and yeah. make it like... Uh, but, it, like, buying instant coffee is not a bad idea to have in your stores. Yeah. Uh, yeah, buying instant drinks mixes, like the Gatorade drink mixes, are cheap. 
but buying the off-brand Gatorade type drink mixes are even cheaper. Yep. So if okay. you don't like, yeah, if you don't like like the fucking taste of just water, having yeah. some of that around, or Crystal Light or whatever the hell you want. Yep. It's worth or, it. Or the little instant, <laughs> they, they they have the instant coffee in the little, the little single-serve packs now, too. They're a buck a yeah. piece at the dollar store for five or ten of them. That works so out cheap. good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you just just start, just one of we just like our listeners to like think about like, hey, this could be a really shitty winter, and um, with like the crazy amount of activity that's going on right now, and the Atlantic with the storms. Oh, oh the shout out to all, our, all of our uh, Florida viewers. We hope you're okay, by the way. We do hope you're Maybe okay. Fine. But as, at the same time, you saw this bitch coming for a week, and if you didn't get out of the way, eh. eh <laughs> I, the, I, the, the I, tree, I can I can understand I can understand people not wanting to lose their shit, but at the same time, you know you can go kind of far away. Take like a that. fucking bunch of pictures you know, of everything you fucking know so, so that you can. Yeah, but that doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter when that shit happens. The government don't give a fuck, and they don't make the you insurance. You got a week out. in a fucking week. I could move everything in my fucking house, but the goddamn foundation. North, but you're not three hundred pounds and five foot three. True. I mean, what's the general population? You know, a lot of people can't even walk three blocks without having to take some oxygen hits. Rent a couple of fucking trailers and just throw your goddamn shit in and fucking roll, man. You got a week. A week of preparedness. Put in that rascal. Yeah, put in some vacation fucking time and drive a couple hundred miles north and camp somewhere. But then you have all your shit with you. Like, take all your fucking important shit. Leave the shit you want to get destroyed behind. So that you can get paid for it, and take all the good shit and leave. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. You got uh, insurance? It, yeah, <laughs> I do. What's that stuff? Well, insurance is something where you pay into a pile of money, into a group, and so that if just the law of averages happens, then not everybody in that group is going to need money back at the same time, and so you get money back. When something bad happens to you, it averages out that the insurance <laughs> companies money. make money overall by a lot. The insurance companies make a lot of money. So, because not some something bad happening doesn't happen all the fucking time. Oh, dude, I was sitting there watching it go down, and, and my screen, it was like 10 feet up in the air. That's why I didn't shoot you in the head when you spawned in. Okay. Because he's playing a video oh. game. Oh, no. He's I not said, buying yeah, drugs. Right. I saw you spawn he's in over there. A yeah, and I fucking, game. I was watching you, and I was like, I saw, so I didn't shoot you, and now you just turned around and hit me in the face. I was like, Is everybody playing a goddamn video game? I am not. I just wanted my horse. I am horse. not. Oh, Jesus. I am not, fear. Yeah. I am not. Jesus. I'm a, I'm being a good boy tonight. Fuck. Yeah. Never even Everybody's turned it on. Everybody's sitting here me. thinking he was. He was, I was buying yeah. drugs and trying to I was, get I, shot in the face. He's not. He's just I was LARPing. Late. He's I was late. LARPing hard. I was yeah. late getting to the podcast today. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all not, good. If you saw shit, I, and I, know, I know the difference because sometimes I see shit that's not happening on other screens. Everybody else does. But yeah, for me, it wasn't like that. I, I was like screaming at you. Okay. But uh, 
I was late getting to the podcast because I was knocking down an old shed with a front end loader. It was, it was nice. glorious. It was fun. I was just mining really? ore, so I it landed on top. Yeah, it landed on top of me. I was mining ore, so it wasn't even you like. You didn't I was tell Deadpool to fucking mute his but mic. I'll talk to you later, bud. Thank you. Part of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I, I was I was gone, so I came late. How do we kick him out of here? Oh my god! Shut up! I'm back, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit! I You're, can boot you. He's he's mining ore. I'm yeah. mining ore, motherfucker. That sounds sounds personal. It, it does. It so, sounds like uh, something, you know. But okay. Shit. Speaking of speaking of of Deadpool mining ore, uh, storing some toilet papers, some wet wipes are very very important. I suggest that you get the the Amazon the uh, brand. The the Amazon brand wet wipes. They're um, God, what are they called? I, mean, I just bought another case of them because they're really really good. Um, fuck. They have the like they're pink and purple, and so like we care or something like that on them. Anyway, we buying care. the uh, yeah, but like, but buying those wet wipes go a long damn way into keeping yourself clean and and nice. I go on yeah, little mini departments and get through all my cars and shit when you're done. Let, them, let people know you were there. Uh, I go on these mini deployments all the time. Uh, in my job to like help with disaster relief and shit, and sometimes it might be four or five, six days in between me getting a chance to go to a shower, when I am like sweating my fucking ass off, and having just like extra pairs of freaking socks, um, like uh, I keep a bottle of freaking Listerine, um, a bottle of like hand sanitizer, stuff like that, and every once in a while, but every once in a while I'll take my like my socks off. And rub my fucking feet down with hand sanitizer, and then let it dry before I put new socks. Then put powder on it, and then before I put new socks on, and I find that keeps down like any sort of foot rot or anything else, like to a fucking absolute minimum, um, to where it just doesn't exist. And then, but just doing like the like wiping every time you use the bathroom, like whether it's pee or poop, and you wipe your entire crotch area and everything down with a couple of. Uh, Baby wipes, it really, really helps you. It really, really helps you keep all of that, the dead skin that you're working up off and uh, the, bac- the the bacteria and the sweat gone. It is really, really going to help you overall. Um, don't be afraid to, if you're getting a little smelly in the pits, to use some uh, like so. um, hand sanitizer uh, on your pits. <laughs> like it really does work. Like it really I, I, does do, work. I do it all the time. I'm in the lab. I'm like, woo! It's, it's super refreshing. Right after Good for the nostrils. And it's it keeps very good from, for open wounds. It keeps you from getting like you know, like gonorrhea, aids of the freaking uh, you know armpit. So, other than that, <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, you know, just gonorrhea, uh, aids, yeah. So keeping a, like a bar of soap versus liquid soap. Bar of soap is going to be so much more useful to you in uh, like a short-term shant-a-fan type situation. A bar of soap you can use, you can dry out, you can use again. You can sh- If you're out of like laundry soap, you can shave little pieces off of it. You need about a teaspoon to do a big load of laundry. 
and you can just drop it right in the washer and it will it'll dissolve if you get real thin you shave it off a little like little teaspoon of it uh, you can use it to wash dishes you could do everything else same way you can add hot water to a little canteen or whatever you want and throw in your little like a little sliver of uh, you know Irish spring or whatever you want and uh, shake it up, and it will now become a liquid-type soap that you can use to wash dishes, to wash your shoes, to rinse off something, to wash, you know, an item. And it won't leave a big, heavy film like a lot of different things do. Well, I'd be able to put um, that in my dishwasher to clean my stuff. I would not suggest <laughs> that. I'd say go ahead and give it a shot and see how it works out for you. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like just a couple things to think about here and there. Is it like uh, those? You know those those uh, nowadays they have those. You know the Uncle Ben rice packs that we all fucking shit on. They're really good preparedness food. All you gotta do is slightly heat them up, and they're good to go. You can eat them cold as is. They're like poor man's MREs. Um, any of those pre-made soup packets, where it's just you know add this packet to hot water. Those work great. Uh, those are going to be like a lot of your rice aronis, that kind of stuff. All that shit is going to work really super good for you. Um, but yeah, protein Cat will probably be your pitch. hardest. Protein will probably be your hardest thing to find. But if you have a food dehydrator, um, eggs are the easiest thing in the world to dehydrate. So what you do is oh, you yeah, crack a whole fucking powdered shit. You crack a whole shitload of eggs. Um, and you pop them in your blender, and you just blend them up till they're a liquid, and then you pour that liquid on the fruit roll-up trays. If you're gonna make and put them in your dehydrator, and uh, just dehydrate them at like 170 degrees for 24 hours, you take them out. They're gonna look like peanut brittle. And you grind them in your coffee grinder until they're back to like, you know, a normal powder. And 144 fucking eggs. 1,144 eggs. Sorry. 1,144 eggs fits in a five-gallon bucket that way. Um, I put them personally in little, I guess they're pint-sized bags of, um, like, the pre-cut bags for the food dehydrator. I put them inside there, and then I vacuum seal them, and I write up the date on them. And then I pop them into the uh, the five-gallon bucket that way. And that keeps so that when I open eggs, I'm not opening an entire bucket of eggs and letting, like, the ambient moisture get in there. I'm just opening, like, two dozen eggs that fit in a little pint jar, like, uh, dehydrated eggs. And it's one tablespoon egg powder to two tablespoons water makes one fucking egg. So hmm. hey. Interesting. Yeah. And that's with a dehydrator, not a... Not a... Not a oh, freeze yeah. dryer, just regular old dehydrator. Interesting. Yeah. I have dehydrated so many eggs with those cheap Nesco circular fucking, like, the round dehydrators. I found them. Um, I found my first dehydrator at a, I think it was a, a Deseret Industries, which is kind of like a, uh, um, uh, God, what are those? The guys who ring the bells. Dee, 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 looking for, like, monks. No, at Red Christmas time. Uh, Iberian Orchestra? Oh, the Salva- Salvation Army? Salvation Army. It's kind of like a Santa Salvation Claus. Army store. Right? Yeah, so, Santa Claus. That red uh, But I bought my first dehydrator. I think I paid $4 for it at a, at a Salvation Army store. 
And then I just bought like the uh, the the fruit roll up trays, which were like you know four or five bucks. And then I learned that you don't even really need the trays; you can just use wax paper um, and just line the thing with wax paper. You just put a big old sheet of wax paper over. Anybody that's listening to this podcast hole. should already have a dehydrator nine times out of ten. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a dehydrator, your fruit roll up trays or some wax paper, and just put in some just eggs whenever you find them for cheap or on sale. Buy the big case, the two and a half dozen, and just dehydrate the whole damn thing. Put them in jars or put them in baggies and put them in a five-gallon bucket. And uh, call it a day. In that five-gallon bucket, I put a quart bag of salt, like a quart bag of salt. I leave one corner of the salt open. I put the whole bag down in the center with the, the open part facing up. And what that does, it absorbs ambient moisture. It's like a poor person's moisture absorber. But it also gives me that entire baggie of salt to salt the eggs with. Does that make sense? How close in taste-wise are these eggs? I've never actually tried them. Very close. Now, if you want, you want to rehydrate, if you're going to use them for cooking and scrambling and stuff like that, you want to rehydrate them with hot water. So, uh, like you know, heat your water up and um, pour it in your eggs. But you need to be pretty close on the measurement. Too much, and they're real thick and weird, and they turn spongy. Like government eggs, right? And too little, and it takes forever for them to like, to like cook. But uh, so one to two, right? One to two ratio. So if you one cup egg, you need two cups water. So whatever, however you want to fucking do that, you can use whatever measurement you want. You know, one toddler. So we're doing we're, egg. our egg ratio is the same as our bag ratio. Is what you're saying? One to two. One to two. So I'm for full. So um, if you if you it works best if you put them with hot water if you're gonna eat them, you make tomorrow's eggs today. So you take your hot water, you dump it into your your, your egg mixture, you put it into a jar, or whatever, shake it up real good, and leave it the fuck alone. And it's for tomorrow's breakfast, and it'll come out exactly like scrambled eggs. You you won't really be able to tell the difference. So be slightly darker colored, right? Than regular like. So bright, I'm saying don't yellow, look at it before you eggs. eat it. So don't look at it. No, it's only it's only it's it's only it's only one or two shades darker color. It look more looks more like 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 eggs eggs? that you would buy it would look like farm eggs versus store eggs, right? All right. I don't know, I only eat farm eggs. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. So if you bought store bought eggs, how they have that bright, sickly yellow, sunshine colored yolk, that's what most people are used to versus like farm eggs which have an orange yolk. I yeah. call yeah, I call it so a it'll, it's a fake yolk. It's a fake yolk. Yeah. So but uh other than that, they're great. Like, but if you're in a pinch, you can just put them in hot water, shake the shit out of them for like, you know, two minutes and then cook them. But they're not gonna nearly be as good as if you let them fully dehydrate overnight. But for baking, all I do is add an extra two tablespoons of liquid. So if I'm going to bake a cake and it calls for a cup of milk, I had a cup of milk plus two tables. You know, it calls for a, like two eggs, right? Or three, I say three eggs. So I'll just add a cup of milk plus six tablespoons of like liquid, which is like what I guess like a quarter of a cup plus a tablespoon. So like uh, I'll just add that extra liquid of like milk or something else to it and then add the, you know, three tablespoons of powdered eggs. Uh, and I won't even bother rehydrating it. I just mix that fucking shit in there. And it works out great that way. It, it's perfect for baking. 
for making like uh, your your pre-made pancake mixes, your pre-made biscuit mixes. So the only thing you need to add, because you can buy powdered butter. Powdered butter is real cheap. So you can buy powdered butter, powdered buttermilk, the whole nine yards, powdered eggs, everything, put it together. Put it in a Ziploc bag, say, biscuits, add two cups water to this one-gallon bag. So now what you got to do is you just got to add two cups of water. It's going to come out just like the biscuits you'd make every fucking day, like, you know, back on the farm, like your, your, your grandma's homemade biscuits. And it works out really well like that. Pre-made biscuit mixes, pre-made pancake mixes, pre-made bread mixes. All you have to do is just add your water because you can take your dry yeast and add it to dry flour and dry everything else. It's not going to do anything until it gets water added to it. So you can just have all of these, like, you know, like uh, one quart or, or half-gallon bags or gallon bags sitting around, you know, vacuum-sealed. That's like, hey, this is a loaf of bread. This is a loaf of uh, sourdough. This is a loaf of this. This is a loaf of buttermilk pancakes. This is, you know, a loaf of uh, uh, waffle mix and stuff like that just sitting around. And you don't have to worry about measurement or anything. On the outside of the bag written in permanent marker is two cups of this, cup of that done so it's it's pretty easy and you can do that and rotate through it you know like every month start a new batch and use those like say that one poor week everybody's got a poor week right like they get mm-hmm. made like every two weeks right on your poor week is the week that you rotate through your fucking biscuit mixes and everything else and then you make new biscuit mixes for the next month so sure. your food's always getting rotated. Always getting rotated. Rotating your food is very important. Especially We're talking about Armageddon now. <laughs> We're not talking about a four or five day anything anymore. That's talking about no. and the pan but yes, the pantry, the cycling shit out is incredibly yeah. important. My fucking father had this thing a few years ago. He wanted to go ahead and uh he wanted to be prepared because the world's gonna end next week, trust me. So. Yes, <laughs> and he go, bought a I'm fucking go year's. A all, right, all right, he bought a year's worth of fucking food. A year's worth of food, right? Oh, now the pantry shit. is fucking stocked. Now, obviously, the world hasn't fucking end, has it? You know, it has not even closed. Prices have gone up. They've gone down. Who the fuck cares? But now he keeps buying a little bit here and there, adding and adding. Now he's got shit that's bad. He doesn't know what's bad. You got to go through that shit. Because the last thing you want to do is open up a fucking can and put your fucking can of fucking meat that's spoiled or just slightly off and put that in your only fucking rice that you have and then ruin the whole fucking meal. (laughs) Yeah, you got to make sure you got to keep dates and shit. And that's where the the buy two thing comes from. You don't buy a year's supply at once. It, the best way is to buy a little bit extra every time and keep rotating. Yep. You're, you're slowly extending your mm-hmm. amount, but you're, you're same in mycology notes. You got to keep notes. Yeah. You want to have you know you, you know you don't want to fucking just leave shit and fucking. Oh, I think I have that. Why not take the fucking ten seconds when you buy shit for your pantry to put it on a fucking pad of paper, or a little or a little thing that you put Crazy on your fucking top. fridge. Yeah, you put it in your freezer. You're storing shit. You want to go ahead and be stocked. Why not? So know I what go, you have? Throw data. I go one a little right. bit easier with uh with with my canned goods. I go something a little bit easier. 
And what I do with those is I have this little device. And uh, what it does is it's like a Z shape, right? And my cams go in the top sideways, and they roll, they, they roll down. Oh, they got the right? thing that goes back and then comes forward again? Yeah. So that at I the bottom, one. like, so they're, I guess, mine. It's always oldest first. Are, yeah, the oldest is going to come out the bottom. So, uh, like, if I, if like, you know, I need, like, two cans of corn for something, I just take two cans of corn. That's the oldest corn. Then I just know that, hey, I need to, hey, my little thingamajig's getting low. I need to buy some more corn when I go back to the store. Uh, when I used to be really well organized <coughs> before I got married, <coughs> I used to uh, have a pad of paper that I would keep right next to it, and I'd just put like a mark, like you know, hey, I need like the corn like mark, to to like a C or whatever, and so I needed to buy like two cans of corn or whatever. But my wife thought it was ugly and got rid of the pad of paper, and now it's just a goddamn shit show. We just buy whatever the fuck vegetables we can think we need to remember. But uh, uh, it used to be a really fucking pretty thing. Ooh, uh, yeah, Blue Moon. So, um, I love Blue Moon. I love it. God, it's so good. That's what I've been. Do you have oranges? Do you have oranges? I have a uh, little. Those little. What do you call it? those little mandarin oranges? The little uh, sir, the, the the sweets or whatever they're called. The, no, I mean I you have it in your beer. That's what I'm asking. What I'm asking. I shoved a half a one in that one. Right, with my thumb, just making sure, just making sure. Fuck yeah, man! That's how you gotta eat those. So, um, yeah, so those little things. There's a bunch of plans to look at them online to build them. They're really, really fast, easy, and cheap to build. And anybody with just a, a slight modicum of uh, you know ability to to do a little bit of woodworking can build one. If you don't want to build one, you rotate your stuff. By simply stocking the back of your cabinet and pushing everything freaking forward whenever you come back from the grocery store. Most people do not grocery shop every day. Um, They grocery shop two, maybe three times a week. During that time, just copy can. Instead of buying one, buy two. Who the fuck shops two or three times a week? People live in the city, bro. They don't ever, they don't, they don't, yeah. That is insane. No, Why they go. They don't because they only buy like two days, like today's and tomorrow's food at a time, uh, or like today and tomorrow's breakfast at a time. They don't. They don't keep food in their closets. They don't. They don't keep the refrigerator full. That's why they keep saying that like everybody's like seventy-two hours from fucking total madness is because people don't keep food. They don't store it. They don't. No. Most people don't have seventy-two or one hundred and twenty hours worth of food and supplies on hand. They just don't. I got three they years worth, baby. Shit. I'm good for three yeah, fucking well, years. You're, you're an adult. Most people are not. I wouldn't know if I would go that far. <laughs> most people have absolutely no sense of um, self. Not not self. I don't want to say self-preservation. I want to say um, responsibility for their own well-being. Because the grocery store is there. It's always there. It's a big yeah. permanent building know built it. on fucking concrete. It's there. It's always open. It's there. They know it. It's dependable as the sun coming up in the freaking morning. And any disturbance to that is going to fuck their goddamn shit up. Just see what happens when a grocery store remodels. Did you know that one of the most dangerous times for a grocery store is when it remodels? It's because 
their customers no longer know where the stuff is at, and they feel uncomfortable in that store. Oh my god! Did you know that? Do they do they it's end up a, losing sales? They end up or, losing or, sales. A remodel of a grocery store generally cuts their sales by thirty five fucking percent for two years. We're just rats. That's what we are. Because it rats. takes people that long to get comfortable with me. Oh, I remember when the dairy dairy used to be right behind the, you know, right behind where they kept the bananas, stuff like that. And then uh, people are so habitually used to that that they can just literally turn their fucking brain off and walk through the goddamn grocery store and get exactly what they want where it's at. Um, and uh, any change or deviation from that, they just fucking freak out, close down. They'd rather not go there. They'd rather drive across town to the one that hasn't fucking remodeled than uh, deal with the one that has remodeled. Hmm. It's it's really fucking interesting. They uh, they did this really cool study where they literally just moved the candy bars from near the registers to back by the fucking dairy to see what would happen. And then put like fresh fruit and vegetables up there next to the registers to see if maybe they can entice people to not be such fat fucking Americans, right? And then buy some fresh fruit and vegetables instead of buy like four fucking Snickers right as they were about to leave. And they found that the people would have would ask for like, hey, what happened to it? Or they'd be so ashamed they just wouldn't buy the fucking Snickers or the fresh fruit. And because they thought all these people walking by the fresh fruit and vegetables without buying them made it somehow it was tainted and they wouldn't touch it. Huh. Makes sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting, but sad. Yeah. So uh, it was the the psychology behind groupthink is quite interesting. And it's the same reason that a, a herd of humans is one of the most dangerous things on the planet. Yeah, Avoid them. Because if you get a group of fucking people that don't have the ability to think for themselves and you convince them of one certain thing, like saying targeting one group and to massacring them for blaming them as a scapegoat for a certain reason or cause of the certain tragedy. Welcome to World War One. I guess yeah. that sounds awful familiar. What are we talking right? about here? <laughs> but I mean, that's happened with well, a lot of wars. Oh, look at right now. We've got we're we're in uh, the cold version of World War Three, and uh, nobody's really kind of like paying much attention to it because it's really scary. The entire world's kind of heading in the sand yeah. on it. But if you look at what they're doing with Lithuania, like everybody's like. You know, you you've got you got Poland threatening to freaking invade Lithuania. You got Lithuania going fuck everybody. You've got all these different. You got the whole European Union going to shit, and you got the whole the Soviet blocs acting up again, and everybody basically embargoing and everything else with each other. And if you look at and has anybody noticed like just since the whole Ukraine thing happened, what happened to your food prices? I'm not talking about the Rona and COVID and everything. But just since, like, Putin decided to be a dick uh, and try to expand, what happened to your food prices? They've gone up. Everything has gone up. But it's gone up 30 cents here, 40 cents there. The next week it goes up 30 cents and 40 cents. What are you paying? One of the metrics that I like to use quite a bit is the the one-pound hamburger metric. 
What are you paying for 70 fucking 30 hamburger? Like cheap ass hamburger. I pay $18 for 10 pounds. Okay. Are you sure that's burger? I'm not human. It's <laughs> absolutely burger. It's, a, it's these big tubes from Walmart. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. They are they're good. It's um, actually good stuff. It's not it's not garbage. Yeah, it's really it's it's not bad. Yeah, it's 70-30 there. They got the um 80-20 there as well, but it's much more it's a bit more expensive. Much more expensive. But uh, the fat is flavor, fat is flavor. Yeah. So, if you look at if you look but if you look at what uh it used to be uh I think the, I think I used to pay $12 and 50 some odd cents for uh for the the 10 pound roll. I uh, a burger used to be just the fresh ground stuff in like the little um the little uh, vacuum seal packages it used to be two dollars and thirty nine cents. Now it's what five forty nine, five fifty. So, uh, yeah, like everything. Look, what gas has gone up. So we're we're coming up at a point where I'm not going to get too preachy on this. This is probably the last thing I have to say on this, uh, at least on this podcast, is that uh, we're at a very sketchy time that your kids are going to learn about in school and your kids' kids are going to learn about in school, uh, that we're living through it and don't realize how shitty things are. Uh, during the Great Depression and during the, um, like, uh, what do you call that, the Spanish flu and stuff, people knew things things sucked but they didn't really have a good grasp on how shitty and sucky everything was because everybody just kind of carried along. And that's why you see a lot of pictures from back in the day, everybody smiling and rocking and rolling, right? Like people lived through it and it affected some people, but not everybody. So there was a cognizant dissidence that happened there. And it was easier in some ways it was easier to have cognizant dissidents back then because of the speed that information traveled. They could slow it down or just get rid of it altogether. And in some ways it was harder because you didn't have people out there uh, shouting at the top of their lungs that everything is okay and a billion people listening to them and thinking, okay, yeah, great. Uh, You didn't have influencers out there working on the side of, oh, no, this is all fine. We're just burning to death, right? So we're at the shit's about to get really shitty. The grain crop failures, the the meat failures, the dairy failures, where two million cows fucking burned to death. Like, uh, all this stuff that's going on. There hasn't been a successful crop harvest. I'm talking about on a wide scale, not just Uncle Johnny's field, but like it is a wide scale in America since late 2021. Because of droughts, because of hail, because of flooding, because of fires, because of (laughs) your president. Um, And then we haven't been able to import anything because the the guys that grow 40% of all of the grain is Ukraine, and they're fucked. And then they have a backdoor deal with, with, with China now, buying everything from them. And then China had the swine flu come through, and then they so they they got rid of all of their breeders of pork, and then, so they started buying up all of the American pork, and that's why the pork here went up super high. 
and everything not so, high here at all. It went up super freaking high back in 2022 and then late 2021, oh, early 2022. And now it's come back down a bit because they have a second, they have a new generation of pigs they're raising. But because they're raising those new generation of pigs to repopulate all of China, they're taking in all of the excess feed grain that they can get their goddamn hands on. It's a slinky effect. So they're feeding out. Tens of millions of hogs at the moment uh, that are growing in their growth phase, so they're eating everything that's going with that would be going to American cattle, and American cattle are suffering because of the the failures of our crop, like our CRP land and our grasslands, uh, due to fire and drought. There just hasn't been uh, a good harvest of wheat or coastal grass or orchard grass or anything like that, that we could feed anything uh, this year. It's all crap. Go look at prices. I mean, we're, we've brought a lot of stuff in from Mexico and uh, and stuff, but all the stuff that was supposed, all the relief and everything that was supposed to be coming from South America, like, uh, Braz- like Brazil, Argentina and stuff, uh, it got fucked. <laughs> it got fucked because they, they got... Uh, bovine spongiform encephalitis, which is basically mad cow disease for cows. They got hit with that, and so we can't import anything from them anymore. So uh, we have the lowest number of heads of cattle since 1950, right now in America. Uh, And it will take two to three years to recover so what you're looking at is beef prices for the next two to three years increasing 75 to 100%. Um, and that's going to price a lot of people out of that source of protein because the economy sucks and everybody's going to have a hard time buying that. And it's going to be the difference between, hey, do I want to buy a couple of bottles, like do I want to buy a couple of, Things at Cheerios or a you know nineteen dollar one pound freaking roll of uh, you know beef, and it's going to be that day you're going to buy a couple of things at Cheerios instead. Thank God for vegetarians, because now oh, they won't need they, they won't need that, and we can eat the vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, just don't eat the brain. Long pork, exactly. Those bastards. You ever you ever you ever used a bathroom after a vegetarian? Like their pee smells so bad, it's not even funny. It smells well, like you, I mean, death. Yeah, did you? I mean, I never realized that fucking plants and fruits and vegetables. Don't get me wrong, they're delicious. I'm not gonna lie, but they are made to kill us. They all have different things in them that are bad for us. So as oh yeah, eating, no. I mean, they're, every they're, plant. We don't. We are not yeah. made to eat plants. The whole food pyramid. Oh, we are made by we are, farmers. We are made shit. to eat. We are made to eat plants, but we are not made to now. eat as much carbohydrates as we eat. Carbohydrates are a fucking toxin. Um, they they cause our blood sugar to go fucking nuts. They cause us to get fat. They cause us all, all sorts of stuff. Um, yep. now, but plants all have their own, like. Their, their own defense mechanisms. And some of those defense mechanisms are delicious, like uh, poppies, for example, right? Uh, like like uh, the cocaine shrubs, like uh, like uh, caffeine, 
like coffee, you know, so uh, or like a tobacco plant, right? So uh, some of these things are, are, are absolutely fantastic, and humans are addicted to, and we use their defense mechanisms against them, like peppers, the capsicum. It, it's a uh, defense mechanism, but fuck, it's tasty as shit. Give me some hot-ass salsa. I love that shit, right? But like, as far as eating just a shitload of plant defense mechanisms... Without anything that we evolved from predators. We are predators who later on developed agriculture. Right? We're hunter, gatherer, murderers by trade. Yeah. (laughs) We evolved from uh, the the hammer. (laughs) We evolved to be able to take advantage of what's in supply at that time of year. Not to eat wheat and pancakes 24-7, but only eat that shit in the fall to fatten up for the fucking winter. And to eat, like, eggs and meat. Well, that's all natural shit. That's how it works. Look at the... Look at... Even the bones of the the Neanderthals showed uh, periods of glut and periods of not. You can match that up to seasons, and it matches very, very nicely. So, yeah, hmm. periods of growth and periods of strain. But uh, I'm not saying that, like, go out there and only eat where you can take your slingshot to Central Park and murder some pigeons. <laughs> uh, I'm just don't saying. Don't eat that, 35 like, McDoubles because that's all you can get for the week, okay? We don't need to stock yeah. up on a fat load. You are not actually a bear. <laughs> How is it that they could sell us 35 sandwiches for $35? But if I want to go make 35 sandwiches, it's going to cost well, me $120. It's because, <laughs> most, because most of the meat is not meat. I know. Yeah, um, yeah it's tendons. Some mealworms. Oh. Me- mealworms. Here's your grasshopper in a bun. I don't want to eat bugs. <laughs> I, I happen to come from a from a long line of of murderous Native Americans and Vikings. I can kill things and eat them. I do not need to resort to eating bugs. I am good. I've got this. If it hasn't had a heartbeat and doesn't cry when I stab it, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> so you don't eat fish? And its mother no, doesn't I miss it. I don't. I don't eat fish. Not at all. I do. Fuck yeah, I love some fish. I love fish. Oh, shellfish. I love, I love sushi. I love sushi. And I, lo- and I love oh, the nasty cockroaches of the sea. I love them. They're delicious. Nothing like a oh, good we took, scallop uh, with my steaks. Yesterday, we took Tiniest to go eat sushi, right? And uh, the wife was like, well, how are you going to get her to eat sushi? How are you going to get her to eat? I was like, first off, don't make a big deal over it. Just tell her it's the tiniest foods. And I took little sushis and I flipped them on their side. So they look like little tiny dishes. I was like, it's tiny food. It's tiniest food. It's just so tiny. And she was like, it's tiny. And picked it up and took a bite. She's like, it's good. And she ate all sorts of sushi. I was like, here, try this. Here, try that. Try this little green paste. (laughs) I kept her away from the fucking... I kept her away from the wasabi. But... uh, there's something called a maniac roll here. It's a, basically a tempura roll. 
but it has like a fresh uh like ahi tuna in there and eel and stuff all wrapped Ooh. up and then uh, with like a real spicy mustard and then it's dipped twice and rolled it twice in tempura and then fried so it's like a real thick crusty chunk like like crunchy layer on the outside god damn it now i'm fucking hungry and then they put capers and caper juice all over it and it's fucking 10 out of 10 right like it, it's an amazing roll and it's huge so i only get like one of them right and then tiniest was like this is good because it's, like, it's it's crunchy and soft it's good i was like yeah it's tiniest food she ate half the damn roll i don't even know where she put it she's like fucking 26 inches tall 28 inches tall where she put like you know like like a good 12 inches of fucking sushi roll i have no idea she came home and went right to sleep, though. She was like, I... I... <laughs> was time to sleep, you know? Once consumed, yeah. the alarm was set. But uh, it was like, wow, she... Because sometimes you have a hard time getting these, uh, these like, four- and five-year-old kids. Cause she's almost five. God almighty, she's almost five. Jeez, she's just five in April. Fuck. She's getting old. Time but, flies. Uh, right? Time Jesus. to make another one. <laughs> Unfortunately, if it was up to us guys, you know I'd have like fucking me and my wife. We'd we'd have twenty kids. We love being parents. And if any of our listeners out there want to get rid of a kid, give them to us. Uh, like <laughs> we really, we really, really enjoy. We're, being we're buying them all day. Bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> Take all your kids. <laughs> they come with a warranty. The undercarriage clean. I don't know. Salt spray. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, but like, really enjoy being really enjoy being parents. I've always enjoyed being parents. I had two boys on my own uh, before I met my wife, and I raised them. And then she was a huge help when she came into my life and helped me finish raising the boys. And I've always loved and enjoyed. One of the best things in my life has been being the teacher to my children. I love explaining stuff to my kids, just like I explain stuff to you guys, but with a lot less fucks. Okay, like, uh, but I I love it. I'll sit there and explain it to him. Like I taught, I sat there for ten minutes and taught Tiniest to use chopsticks, right? And so she's four years old and picking stuff up with the chopsticks and having a great time. And people are like, "Wow, they're impressed." A little like, you know, I was like, "Yeah, well, it's real easy if you just show calm and gentle." It's the same way that you could teach anybody anything. And I find this if I find I have a I'm a tall bearded, fucking long-haired Viking-looking motherfucker. And I find that I have a commanding presence. And if, but if I raise my voice, it's expected. It's expected of me to be loud and boisterous. In, in situations where I want to be heard and have my opinion taken the most seriously is when I'm quiet. I make people and the entire environment come down to my level and pay attention to what I have to say. Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. just controlling the situation. It's the same way that you would control a classroom. What up, buddy? <laughs> yes, it makes perfect sense. Living the dream. What we got going on over here? <laughs> God damn it. You turn your... <laughs> He's playing his fucking game again. Sorry, sorry. Turn your goddamn microphone off or I'll boot your ass. So, <laughs> anyway... So as far as as far as preparedness goes, 
Get a couple of battery lanterns. A bunch of those are really cheap. Uh, I uh, found some. <coughs> if you were in okay. uh, the, uh, well, I, didn't, I never posted the link, did I? In the Fafocult. But for the deer cams that were 16 bucks, did any of you fuckers buy one? Holy shit, that thing was awesome. I, did, I didn't see the link until it was too late. Are they gone? I don't know. I never saw the link. You just said, hey, you should have bought that. And I'm like, where was oh. the link? <laughs> Scroll up in our, our little private like room, and uh, I'll put on the No, the other server. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you'll see uh, you'll see the link. Um, anyway, so those little deer cams—they're twenty-four megapixel freaking deer cams with live video, uh, the whole nine yards, infrared. Come with a battery bank that charges them. It's an 8,000 milliamp hour battery thing that you can take out and use batteries for the damn thing or just use the battery bank Uh, or just have a free battery bank. A 32 gig freaking little mini uh, um, SD card, card, the whole nine yards. Like they're uh, pretty highly rated, but they're being replaced with the newer model. So they're getting rid of everything else. They They dropped the price down to like $35. And then they gave you a 50% off coupon for one. You can only buy one at 50% off. It comes with Amazon Prime to $16.60 ship. Like, I couldn't buy the individual fucking parts for that. Like, the free power bank, the the, the, the 32 gig freaking card, and, and, and all the other crap that it comes with, all the power, all the cables and everything. Like, all the individual stuff. And it's a really nice one. I've already taken it out there and had it like sitting out there watching the chickens, taking pictures of the chickens. It's really nice. It records in 1080p and 24 megapixel pictures. And uh, it's great. There's like a 32-foot freaking trigger time or trigger with the infrared. But throwing a couple of deer cams around your house and have them hooked to your Wi-Fi so that they pop up and send you an email, that's pretty cool shit to have just like Simple preparedness around your house before the power goes out. Not a bad anyway, idea. Anyway, they're cheap. Yeah. Did you find the the link? Because I'll post it in. Uh, I found the pictures that you posted, but not in the link. Yeah, you got to go up a ways, buddy. Everybody in the world's been fucking texting on there. I I'll tag you in it. It was up way before all that shit. Oh, you there guys talk is. all day while I'm at work, usually. Yeah. Here. Hold on. I'll tag you on this shit. Two. <sighs> and uh, I'll put the shit on our... There. Oh, wait. That didn't work. God damn it! Anyway, <laughs> I'll put the, I'll drop the freaking link into Faffle Cult uh, as well in case somebody wants to get a hold of some of them. Um, That'll work. To do do to do. Ooh, Jesus. Uh. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're still on sale if you log in to your uh, your Amazon. 
right. Sorry. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, anybody got anything else to, uh, to add? We covered just about everything I can think of. All right, Chuck. Well, usually at the end of everything, we usually try to go around and everybody say something nice. Uh, so let's start with uh, Deadpool because he's been fucking around for half this goddamn thing. And he's, he's like, about Fuck to find you guys. out. I'm playing my video game. And Deadpool says, Sometimes when people are mean to you, it's better to turn the other cheek and something, something, and just trim makes up shit all the time. Okay, so that was basically... Uh, I will stab you right in your fucking... <laughs> Why do I get blamed for everything? I'm, I'm, I'm the only guy in here that doesn't, doesn't fucking have, like, he's no shit. I fucking... I do this shit really? off the fucking cuff, man. I, I fucking just wing this shit. Every you know he's week. gonna say that. He's just gonna say that. Yeah. Anyway, my bird even agrees with me. She's yelling at you. Fucking go ahead. Head. Okay. Is Deadpool gonna go ahead, or he's just gonna okay. let the? Yeah. Let's I'm here. Buddy. I'm waiting. You guys give us something. No, good, we're Deadpool. just. I had to speak for you because you've been playing a video game. Tell me something good. I apologize. Here, here's what I'm going to say for you guys. If you're by dam, move. If you're under sea level, move. If you can't move, make sure you have basic shit to be prepared. I'm sorry. How about that? But have a good day. I love you and be safe. Smooches! (laughs) Yay! All right. Marco Nutty, what do you got for us? Even a dried fruit, in regards to mushrooms, can be revived with enough hydrogen peroxide and agar. <laughs> what the? What the? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know what to. He's he's he's, zob- he's unzombifying some fruity fruits. Yeah, I yeah. No, that. I'm just saying, like, if you yeah. fucked up enough to the point where you have no culture and you still have the fruit, you can still bring it back. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I would probably edit that prerequisite part there because if not, it just came out as like just totally fucking random to the point where I was like, I have like no idea you. what this is a reference. Sorry, to. sorry, should have brought I'm that confused. up prior to. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, okay. Trip? Come on, Dad. Well, you know, normally I do something like completely original, never been said by anyone ever, never, ever been looked up on Google, of course, right? Except for God. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I heard a quote from a a very wise man this week, and it kind of appeals to me about, like, end-of-the-world survival or hard-time survival. It's by a guy named Sam Kennison. Hmm. (laughs) And he said, you know, instead of sending food to needy people who are starving... Send them a fucking bus ticket because they all live in fucking deserts. Send them where the fucking food is. Yeah. Wasn't that Sam Kinison? Yeah. Didn't Sam Kinison have a whole thing like that? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. It was Sam Kinison. Yeah. Yeah, this is, a, this is a really desert. good idea. This is a really good idea. Like, why the fuck do you live where it's hard to live? Oh, oh, yeah, um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think he well, just stepped his you toe. Live in a place where or you no he pulled food. a pew. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> If you live in a place with no food, move to a place that has food. Okay? 
Yeah, uh, coming from me, it's going to be that uh, you are solely responsible for your own uh, safety, your own security, your family's security and safety, and that uh, nobody else is going to come out there and save your happy ass. You must make an effort for it. It, however, is not out of reach. It is not hard to do. You can do this. You can do it through copy canning, through just thinking things through. Eat what you store and store what you eat. Do not store shit you don't fucking want to eat. Do not store 700 fucking beef stroganoff rice aronis if you can't stand to eat it. Right? With that said... We uh, love our listeners. Thank you for listening to this absolute fucking shit show of goddamn episode. We hope that you maybe learned something. We hope that maybe we've inspired you to be a little bit more self-sufficient and uh, to put together a little bit of a kit. Um, There's a bunch of really good information buried inside of the general bullshit of this episode. As always, we uh, strive to make it uh, where you have to really strain your ears and brain to, to, uh, to find the hidden gems because that's how we fucking roll. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, if you would like to go ahead and uh, give us some fucking money, we promise to use it for nothing but pure debauchery. You can go ahead and do that through Vidmo, it'll be uh, at Fafocult. You can do that through our cash app, it'll be dollar sign uh, Fafocult. If you'd like to send us some love mail, hate mail, bitches, gripes, complaints, or if you'd like to come on the show, please send us an email to Fafocult at gmail.com. If you'd like to get some super sweet merchandise, you can do so through our Fafocult Etsy account. That'll be uh, fafocult.etsy.com. If you'd like to get any sort of uh, random fucking cultivation supplies, you can get that through Deadpool. Uh, If he's paying fucking attention to you, Uh, you can do that through (laughs) our Discord. I am a little bit. And our link to our Discord will be in the show notes below. Uh, whether you're listening to us on YouTube, which surprisingly has picked up quite a few people, uh, shout out to the YouTube listening folks. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out as well to our Australian brothers and sisters. You guys out there in Aussie land have really been carrying the load here recently, uh, carrying almost 40% of the total listeners out there. Kicking ass, taking fucking names. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I think, we need to get, I think we need to get some sort of weird quasi like piss off the local government um giveaway for uh Australian guys. Maybe one of those pocket shots, you know, because like they hate guns and, and murder weapons. Like I'll come up with something. Right? We'll come up with something to give to do a giveaway specifically for our Aussie uh, brothers and sisters out there. With that being said, we love our listeners. Thank you for listening, and good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, yeah. Gentle says, good night.